0: All right, you guys ready? Let's do this.
1: You're listening to the best, of the best, to the best. This is like proof of the supernatural.
2: This is not the first goal scored by a hand this month. What?
1: You made your own luck. You win by winning. When he plays, he scores. You're a pouty baby that doesn't deserve to be a baby.
2: He's just a weirdo.
1: See, si, señor, I would like the Pollo Ranchero por favor. I'm just
0: gonna pour myself another bourbon and just let this <laughs> thing roll. All right, welcome to the latest edition of the FPL America podcast. This is David Smith, Scott Weeby, Brian Chesko.
2: Gentlemen, welcome to another pod. We are now only days away from the start of the World Cup, so why oh, yeah. are we here to talk about FPL? Well, because we do want to put a little bit of a bow on the pre-World Cup action and let you know what to expect over the next month as you enjoy the World Cup matches before the Premier League and FPL season resumes. We're doing a little tequila tasting uh, as I'm uh, talking here. This week's episode brought to you by Lunazul Añejo Tequila.
1: 100%
0: (laughs) de agave. Scott, I, I... you know, I don't often drink, which may or may not be true, but when I do, it's typically <laughs> bourbon and tequila. I'm a bourbon and tequila uh, guy. So you anyways. really started that like the Dos
2: Equis, man. <laughs> of course. Of <laughs> course. <laughs> Course. well done yeah thanks. well done thanks. there's a connection in there somewhere yes for sure big big businesses behind it all <laughs> why are we here tonight we're here tonight to give a brief recap to game week 16 and to talk about what we should be doing and thinking about as we head into the world cup and gentlemen I actually want to start the pod tonight with a question
0: we are all on our wcwc the world cup wild card that's yes. exactly right
2: it actually says now on the site, at least on the website. I'm not sure what the app says. I'm app looking, says it
0: too. Well, it you says can unlimited make transfers,
2: unlimited free Correct. transfers yep. before the game absolutely. week seventeen deadline. And the game week seventeen deadline is not until December twenty sixth. At some weird time, probably. Uh, it doesn't matter. Uh, I, I believe
0: that is uh, outside of the U.S. known as Boxing Day. Is it not? It absolutely. It even here in. The U.S. and our neighbors to the north, I believe they celebrate a Boxing Day. They do. As do as does all of England. We don't really celebrate it, but it does
2: mean we get Monday Premier League football, which is great. And so we uh, have some time off here until then, and that's what I want to talk about. When I'm looking on the FPL site, I can create an all-form team. Yeah, But matches will not be played for about a month and a half. Mm. The all-form team should be probably even under a normal
1: $100 budget, not even whatever you've accumulated over the course of the season.
2: Right now, it is fairly cheap. Yeah. With that said, as we were putting together our WCWC, how much are you going to be paying attention to what has been happening up till now? What, In other words, asked another way, what role does form – or even overall points to this point in the season? What role is that going to play as you put together your WCWC?
0: Great question. Scott, for me, I think it it kind of just falls back to, this just feels like the start of another new season because there's going to be injuries. You know, at the beginning of the season, everyone's teams are typically very different, uh, just mainly because no one really knows kind of how it's going to start. And then as the, as the weeks go on, people's teams end up looking more similar. I... It, a lot of people are going to go back to something similar to what they had at the end of the season. I just think it's literally going to be sort of kind of crap luck a little bit where, sure, of course, you're still going to have Holland and you're going to captain him. And, you know, then everything else kind of falls in. But like there's going to be injuries and and there's going to be guys who had the World Cup break off there's going to be guys who just – their teams are out in the first round of the World Cup, so then they had two weeks off after that. Then there's going to be guys who played all the way to the last semifinals. So I, it's just – it's going to be all across the board, and I think everyone's teams are just going to look really different. We are and going I, and, to, and I don't think their form is going to carry over. I think it's going to – in my opinion, I think it's going to be just like the start of a new season.
2: So Rodrigo is not to be a lock in
0: your WCWC. Well, but, you're,
2: but you got to look at – I mean, I –
0: no, I mean, no, don't go there. I don't know that. Rodrigo, I'm, I love Rodrigo.
2: He's in form right now.
0: No, for sure. But he, j- okay. And what did I say in the pot three weeks ago when we were talking about leads? I said, Brian said, Hey, Rodrigo's about back. I'm like, Oh, Rodrigo's about back. Yep. Okay. Well, he needs to be considered. So like he was So you good. are going
2: to carry over a little bit. Yeah. That's what I was
0: going to
1: say. I mean, if you want to go position by position, we can, you can go back to front or front to back. Well, I'm saying, I was going to say. No matter what form anyone has been in, I think you can. at the very least you could see what total points, <laughs> what the total points are for <laughs> right. for each position, and make a make a decision. I, if you want to stay in the midfield for one second, I would just say, like, look at look at the top eight. Other for me, like looking at at the top eight midfielders by scoring, other than Martin Odegaard, who I'm not saying he's I mean, he's not a bad option, obviously. I just said look at the top eight, and he's in the top eight. Number five. I just don't buy him the way I buy the other guys. You could put almost any of the other eight names in the top eight. Put those names in a hat. Pick five of them, and you'll be happy. I mean, Almiron, De Bruyne, Salah, Trossard, Martinelli, Madison, Rodrigo, Saka, and Odegaard. And that's not even getting into, like, some of the trendier names or some of the enabling names like just those eight people like look at the points that are look, just Almiron on 93 your top scoring midfielder going into the world cup break talk about a template buster I mean, that's like a, a guy who is a uh, you know just can't say enough like just a a joke of a player for the for the most part in his career until five weeks ago and now he's like Probably one of the most nailed options for most people going into the wild card break. So yeah, he no, also, he also is not playing.
0: Break. He's getting he's getting rest. He he's a Paraguayan international who is not in the World Cup. So they okay, are... so I
2: guess I have a second question, and you guys say, are sort of trying to yeah. answer this one before I can even ask it. But I'll ask it here. It's the quintessential other question: What is better? rest or form in other words still playing competitive matches during this time as opposed to you know behind closed doors friendlies is rest a good thing or is, is Elmeron going to cool off like i don't know yeah. i truly don't know elmiron's going to be a very popular choice in a lot of wcwcs but He's the five, question six, is, right
0: so it almost feels like a no-brainer but should he be in our lineups
2: is he going to be I mean, he scored you're right brian he scored 93 overall points in the, well okay
0: so unofficial unofficial he's first be five half of for some people. For me, yeah, at the he's, moment, he's 5'8". He's 5'8 right now.
2: But yeah. even still, that's a great price for someone who scored ninety three points in sixteen game weeks. But is there any reason to believe, with all that rest, with this time off, that we should put put any stock into that whatsoever? Well, I mean, I think. I mean, the next obvious thing
1: is what what are they coming back to? So the day after Christmas, Newcastle rested or not, whoever it is, is. Away to Leicester, so that's not scary. No,
2: uh,
1: it. <laughs> you say this, that. This but is what I mean. You're gonna look at that. Lester got
2: hot before the I break. I was
1: gonna say you're gonna look at it and say, ah, neon green. No. <laughs> Here
2: we go. Is anyone even? Is anyone even looking at that for strategy purposes? Week seventeen,
1: purposes? green rated matchup. At At King Power. And then follow that up in week 18 with a home match against Leeds. Not bad. I mean, that honestly is a good match. Like, that is a good one. There'll be goals, yeah. If you want to go to the... You want to run to the back real quick and talk about how... Danny Ward, who I would have said along with oh a lot of other Lord, people, here we go. Danny Ward is a is a bench, Danny is, Ward fiasco. Is a benching candidate because he can't not concede a million goals.
0: And now the last five game weeks, right. he's been like the best
2: goalkeeper, gentlemen. Keeper. gentlemen, He is the number one in form goalkeeper according to the
0: FPL site. Yeah, it's really did. annoying. His last five six weeks are six nine eight three six eleven.
1: It's corresponded with with a retooled back line. Anchored by Vault face. face, and and uh, Johnny Evans. Every and time I
0: hear that, I think of like a drill sergeant going like, "About
1: face!" Yeah, you should yell out at him when you see him. When I see
0: Vout Face, face. Yeah. I will scream, "About face!" If,
2: if we Foss. if, if we, Foss. okay if we are going to use form, just <laughs> to, to to do any informing of our WCWC then you need to be consistent all the way through. Because in the form team, I'm sorting out by form now, the number three, number five, and number seven defenders overall for form are Leicester defenders. Yeah. You're going to put your Almiron choice up against the second most informed defense right now behind only Arsenal. That's what Leicester is if you're going to give form any credence in game week 17. Now, I'm not asking questions saying that I've got the answers. I'm asking these questions because this is what we're going to need to figure out over the next five weeks while we wait for the World Cup to be played. Because you're right, Dave, I think this is a whole new season. I'm sitting at the bottom of my leagues because it's been a terrible first half of the season. I have something, though, that I never get in any other season, which is essentially an extra wild card, a second fresh start. And not That's just true. any fresh start like, oh, it's the second half of the season. I get a second half wild card. No, I get a
0: bonus wild card.
2: If I can hit it big in game week 17 and 18, who
0: knows what that might mean? For sure. Well, and but what's interesting is this. Like, we can't – this has never happened before and will never happen again where all of a sudden there's a World Cup and everything stops in the middle of the everyone's seasons worldwide. FIFA has
2: learned its lesson they're never going to do corrupt Winter World Cups ever again.
0: Corrupt Winter World Cups. Fabulously said. Thank you. But at this point, regardless, it's happening. And so, but we don't have any type of prior involvement with anything of the sort. And we'll never have it again. So, whatever we learn from this won't we'll make a hill of doo doo. <laughs> right? It's, it's just for the here so and now. It is anyone's guess at this point. Your questions are so valid. Uh, will form carry over? Will it be like a new season? And it is going to be such a crapshoot. I think. If anyone has some, I mean, look, there is going to be a lot of smart people who have some good things to say. None of which you'll probably hear on this podcast, at least not for me. And I look, I, I don't know if form's going to carry over. I do like the idea of certain guys having rest. I think that's going to be better than the guys who are playing straight through. It will be.
2: It will be interesting. I will say. At the very least, you know the the final of the World Cup is on Saturday, December eighteenth. That's the final. So that's my two... wife's birthday. Wow! Oh boy,
0: that's a problem. <laughs> yeah,
2: that is a problem. It's only a problem if the U.S. is in
1: it. I mean, you're
0: no—that's a problem regardless.
1: <laughs> you're not going to be able to watch it. <laughs>
0: I'm gonna have to get ahead of this.
1: <laughs> I don't know. You're, yeah, you I did. might need some help, Brian. Dude, I Saturday plans. We
0: we might have to get ahead of that. I got to get ahead of, all, of this.
1: First of all, marrying someone whose birthday is that that close to Christmas is idiotic.
0: Fair, so, totally fair. It's a we, it's exactly a week before so they, Christmas. So you
1: you did this to yourself. What fifteen years? ago? I also
0: got married on the typically the first weekend of March Madness every year. Again, not a great decision. Now right. that I'll fall on that sword. Okay. Uh, yeah, that Uh, one was within your control for sure. You
2: you can, you can debate the the merits of love
0: birthday be damned, but (laughs) getting married pretty much in the middle of March is
2: the final two countries worth of players will be playing on the 18th and then the premier league resumes, as we already said on boxing day, that's a little more than a week. So everyone is going to have a chance to come back home home and air quotes to home to their clubs, Right. 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 You know, trained for yeah, a week. I mean,
1: unless England makes it, which I'm even sure, then, right. I mean, even if England makes it, they'll still have a, a week Ton of players.
2: Yeah. That are they'll have a Premier week to come home, train with their clubs and be ready. I, you know Injury is the key. Barring injury. I think you're going to have full squads for Game Week 17. But then to your point, but then, Dave, to your point, you're exactly right. It's so funny. You know, we had uh, in the United States here, Major League Baseball, they changed the format of their playoffs to where the wild card. This is card... not a
0: Major League Baseball podcast.
2: That's fair. I'll be done in a moment. The <laughs> uh, The wild card round was a three-game series for the first time. And then that led into, you know, what, what we are have come to expect with a division series, championship series, and world series.
1: I'm surprised it worked considering years and years ago when it was a one-game game wild card game uh, play in that they insisted that three games would never work.
2: Well, it's interesting you say work because it was interesting of the four wild card series, two of those wild card teams played those three extra games and then went on to win their next round. Whereas the teams that rested during the wild card series, and we're talking about five days of rest, not five weeks, five days, you know, two of the four teams lost. Mm. And so, you know, the debate will rage on for another year since it ended 50-50 like what was better? Did this work? It's, now we're it's looking
1: It's the it's the Patriots Giants undefeated Patriots season. This is not an NFL podcast. But just that the Giants played all the way through their 16 games, carried that momentum into the playoffs. They were I mean that that just never ended. So that's it's always been that kind of question of is the extra week off or the resting is it worth it?
2: before we finish this NFL cameo though, I just want to say 8 and 1 Vikings go Vikings anyway who? you can't talk Falcons <laughs> wow. fan man. you can't talk Falcons who? that is right. All right. yeah that's the who. <laughs> <laughs> all right so we've asked the questions they're hard to answer the reality is Brian I think you're right I think we're going to have to do our best making a guess as to what the results are going to be in these you know, in these uh, first few game weeks of results, I'm going to add one other thing in there. We talked about Danny Ward, and then yeah. you know, you look at you look at the midfield options, you look at the defensive line. Like there are a lot of good priced options. I mean, don't look now, Daniel Lamardi at four three is an informed defender on FPL site. Right. There are options. Of course, here. he is. There are options here at discount prices. I mean, the number one informed forward is Danny Ings, thanks to his yeah. brace. We'll get to that in a second. Good job, Welcome back, Danny Ings. But the reality is there's a lot of discounted options all over the place. It's going to be interesting to see uh, you know, how... Essentially, it is a new season, a game week one. And I know that I like to play my bench boost soon after my second half wildcard. In theory... My team is like really good after a wild card, or at least it's supposed to be. I tried to to have a good right, effect right. on a wild card, and so I'm always thinking like, is there a bench boost opportunity in here somewhere? Mm. You know, a guy like Danny Ward or other discount players across the squad is going to make it possible to have a full fifteen, especially with the team values Dave being what they are right now. You made this point last week. We're not starting at a hundred dollars for everybody. Nope. we're starting you know some of us are starting at 102 or 104 106
0: Brian what's your what's your Scott what's your team value it's like mid102s mid 102s Brian what's yours
1: mine now is... again and I
0: want to preface this as you're looking that up because we've done this before that is not your actually that is not actually your true team value yeah my squad value right
1: the squad value as it sits on the on the on the web on page, the web page is one hundred three point one, and I've got
0: point six in the bank. Okay. Well, no, no, no. That that is it. Okay, so one hundred three point one plus one hundred four point
2: seven. Fast math. One hundred four. One hundred four
0: point seven is Brian's. I am at one hundred four point seven as well. I have two point seven in the bank at the moment, but. <clears throat> That's not your actual team value. If you truly want to know how much money you have to spend, because that has price gains just that you're X only getting half of. X out all your
1: players. you got to
0: X out all your players just on the app. Don't save, obviously, but this is the easy time to do it because you're on a wild card anyways. Yeah, I definitely don't want to And save. that will show you how much money you have to actually spend. It's usually about half of your gain yep. or close to it. It just depends. But it's, it's frustrating, Scott, because, again, we always fall back to, why can't it just be that? Yeah. But it is it's what it's actually
1: is. with real money to spend. It's actually 101.5. So all of my money, like a lot of other people, a ton of my money is wrapped up in, you know, it's the gains from Martinelli. Holland. It is the gains from Trippier. It's the, yes, it's the big gain from Holland. It's some money on Saka. But for the most part, that is, that is Holland and Martinelli and Trippier bucks for me. I mean that's, that's where the that's where my money that's where my gains have been and those are people that I wouldn't
0: right I mean that, that's the, I mean I'm that, on a one two point four you said one two point one no one one.5 one one point5 okay
2: the uh, reason why, just for those who are listening, the re, you know, some people are like, wait what, that's not half of what Brian said his T value was. The reason is because you're also going to have some guys who went up a 10th. Where they went up three tenths, yeah, and that doesn't round up.
0: Nope, that you're rounds exactly down. Right.
2: Yep, so you end up losing tenths across the board on on all these guys when when they've gained an odd number of tenths.
1: Do you want to? I mean, do you want to talk about positions here? Do you want to talk about goalkeeper, defender, midfielder, forward? I mean, you, I mean, I, I, there are. I mean, the names to me, I feel like there are some real decisions. I mean, then the nailed the nailed names in your team. You're, I mean. What are the chances you're starting the the you know post-World Cup break without Holland? Are you, will, will you? I mean, I'm sure, there are some people, I'm sure, who will.
0: Crazy people. But sure, sure there probably will be right, some I'm people. Saying, but it's not like the
1: team, the selection percentage isn't going to reflect that. It's going to be over 80% the coming last, out of
2: the World Cup break. The last three or four game weeks, you can't argue that not having Holland, you could have Done some good Yo. things with a differential choice. Oh, for there. sure.
1: The Kane, co- if you had gone, if you had picked up Kane from the moment that you saw Holland injure his foot in midweek, you crushed. So and or Holland, if you have,
0: Holland was, if you have both by... of them, you still did okay. However, sure.
2: here's the thing: Holland has a break. He's going to get these five weeks. Oh, off. he's
0: getting full rest. Yeah, full rest, baby. So
2: I would argue that he's probably going to be. Early season Holland to come out, yeah. in game week seventeen. So I, to your question, to answer your question, I will have him because I actually will expect him to be fresh. He's getting something he never gets, which is a do over in the middle of a season when normally he would, you know, he already was showing signs of breaking down. So will I have him in game week thirty? I don't know that he'll be available for any of us in game week 30 because that's no. just how he is but for game week 17 in this season yeah he'll be in my wildcard.
1: so i mean just looking through the top scoring like let's say goalkeepers right nick pope is your number one guy seven clean sheets he's you know be, tops for clean sheets only has 43 saves i say only because it's the 10th 10th most but you're not hoping for nick pope saves you're hoping for nick pope clean sheets and he's giving you that and like we said Newcastle come out of the break at Leicester, home to Leeds, at Arsenal, and home to Fulham. So, Leicester, not really sure what to make of that. This Newcastle team, you know, coming up against that, you know, that this uh, juggernaut of a Leicester team all of a sudden. Leeds is Leeds. You have no idea. I have no idea what to expect from Leeds any week. At, At Arsenal, you don't like it. I mean, As much as – I mean, as good as Newcastle have been, I don't think you're expecting that they're going to keep a clean sheet at Arsenal.
0: No, I I don't – no. I'm not saying that they'll, like, get stomped, but you're right. I don't expect them to keep a clean sheet at Arsenal.
1: I just think, like, this is a a position nobody – you don't want to swap your goalkeepers around. So if you already have Pope or you brought him in, whatever, and, like, I'm just not sure that you necessarily need to go to him because – those four matches, I mean, if there's anything that Leicester, Leeds, Arsenal, and Fulham have in them, it's goals. Because especially after the World Cup, you're going to have a same similar a, a Mitrovic who has just played maybe a game or two in the World Cup and then gotten some rest because Serbia is not going to the final.
2: Right. Before we go any further on this, before we discuss this further, I, I do want to point out that we might want to limit our post-World Cup fixture analysis to the first three game weeks. Yeah. Because you have to remember... No, I totally, I, I totally agree with that. You have to remember that you know when they come back, that is the traditional festive fixture time period. Actually, starting on Boxing Day is a little bit later than usual, but this year of course it'll start on Boxing Day, and then you're going to have three game weeks in a week. Three mm-hmm. three game weeks in, in nine days, technically. Uh, the third game week will start on Monday just like the first one, Game Week 17 starts on Monday. So... There'll be 30 matches in nine calendar days. Mm -hmm. And then you have that week off, the traditional FA Cup weekend off after that. So those first three game weeks, form is going to be huge. But then you also have to take into account who's going to play all three matches. And will they play all three matches if they've gone deep into the World Cup? Just another layer you have to think about when you're setting up your squad for the start of the post-World Cup season. Uh, to me, Danny Ward should be
1: 100% selected. Somehow he's still only 28.2%. I and mean,
2: yet, Brian, me- I want to want Danny Ward. But he's coming back to... You
0: want to want him?
2: I want to want him. But then I see Newcastle, I see Liverpool, and I see Fulham as his festive yeah. fixture opponents.
1: Yeah, and I would just say pick a different other goalkeeper and don't feel bad about benching him for those. Like that, like that's where I like, no matter what he's a starter, whose price is not going to change off of
2: 4.1 at 4.1. So. I can bench him yes,
1: until absolutely
2: until the fixtures are better. And then maybe a bench boost with him as my backup.
1: I can't argue if you go for Pope, uh, Dean Henderson is at 12 and a half percent is, I think he's too selected. He's second overall in goalkeeper scoring because of, of 14 in game week two and the most inexplicable back to back clean sheets in game weeks 12 and 13, Brighton and Liverpool. So Dean Henderson's, like, most of his points came in three matches. I mean, not, there is no defense that you want to target more than Nottingham Forest. So to me, Dean Henderson, if you, I, mean, I guess, if you like to, a chance at a save point or two, go for it. He has the fourth most saves of any goalkeeper this season. Allison, third highest scoring goalkeeper, but one, why would you spend five and a half on your goalkeeper? Two, why would you spend five and a half on Liverpool's goalkeeper? And three, Ooh. the same with similar to Manchester city. Why do you want to take up a, a, a potential other Liverpool spot with your goalkeeper? Like to me, I, Allison is, I mean, he's capable of finding it.
2: I guess Liverpool's defense is, capable of recover I guess I just don't see it as you can stop that talk right now I'm going to give you my two goalkeepers it's going to be hard to take me off of this Chelsea starting keeper oh yeah they're coming back to Bournemouth and Nottingham Forest okay I know what the table says about Bournemouth I know Nottingham Forest just just won their last match going into the World Cup it's still Bournemouth and Nottingham Forest then they play City yep But that's the week Leicester play Fulham yep so I like, a Mendy. Uh, what's Keppa's return date, by the way? Do we know? Christmas. Okay. Keppa.
1: So that's the thing. I was going to say Keppa, uh, pre- presumably will be fit again after the World Cup, and, and I Kepa's would guess and, guy, and I would right? guess he goes back to the starting lineup because he wasn't benched for performance issues. It was the opposite. Yeah. His performance kept him in. What a turnaround! Yeah, Keppa Balaga.
0: Yeah. oh did like, an Mindy
1: unbelievable career turnaround i wish we could revisit podcasts where he was an <laughs> international joke and i remember discussing even on this podcast of like what if someone just believed in him you know what i mean <laughs> he, he mean? did it to himself <laughs> he was I so said, I never
2: horrible i never felt bad for him yeah. never once he did it to himself the moment he refused to be subbed off
1: amazing they didn't sell him
2: no one would have wanted it anyway, I guess. I, well, and that then is look crazy. at this. Yeah.
1: Now he's made some of the saves of the season. His form kept him in the team. And Graham
2: Potter had to admit, yeah, like Mendy's made some horrible mistakes that Keppa's not making. Exactly my point. Mendy did not steal the job from him. Yeah. In this moment where Keppa's been out hurt. So my starting keepers are almost certainly going to be Keppa. I'm sorry, my, my two keepers are going to be Keppa and Ward. With Kepa starting the first two weeks, Danny Ward the third week. Dave, you don't have Raya?
0: Who?
1: David Raya.
0: Oh, yeah, that guy. He He's a goalkeeper for... Why a...
1: would you come back to a Brentford keeper? He is the budget Henderson, I was going to say. I Same know. Thing. No,
0: he is. I want to talk trash. Spurs. Uh, League Billy loves Raya, yeah. Raya. Spurs,
1: West Ham, Liverpool. Back-to-back 11s. Or, sorry, back-to-back 10s. You're looking back too far. No, I'm just saying game weeks, much. game week's 11 and 12. I don't score. care. I'm just saying. I'm he, looking forward. Spurs, I'm, West Ham, Liverpool. I'm saying that he, is a, he has been a popular choice, and I'm saying, similar to Dean Henderson, 20 of his season points came in two, you will not repeat this, <laughs> uh, clean sheets against Brighton and Chelsea. He has three total clean sheets on the season. Why pick him at all? Ramsdale, same with the same with this. I would say it's the same with Allison and Ederson. Why waste an Arsenal spot on Ramsdale, especially at his price? Right. He's not a bad choice. No. It's more just about the. And, I think and, he's
0: leading. Lead, I think Arsenal's defense is leading in clean sheets at the moment.
1: Pope's got seven.
0: Pope's got seven.
1: Unless Arsenal's got more than seven, there's that is that is the, the best.
0: If only there was a way.
1: I don't love Arsenal's defensive post-World Cup schedule home to West Ham than at Brighton, Newcastle, at Tottenham, home to
0: Manchester United. You're right. There's that's f- a good call there. Five matches
1: after the, after no, the World Cup are not fantastic. Yep,
0: that's good analysis. I like that.
1: For me, a massive number two post-World Cup goalkeeper is David De Gea. 4.9. Whoa. 7.2% selected. Manchester United comes back to Nottingham Forest at home, at Wolves' home, Bournemouth. Ooh. The Ronaldo saga should be should be resolving, over. It should, if is, not resolved. What do you mean over?
0: It's not going to be over. He won't be with the team. I'm
1: saying that's why I didn't say over. It's going to be no. I it's going to rage. I, no, the I, I, yeah. I said
0: resolve. I don't think going to. I be don't think
2: it's going to be resolving.
0: I, I think th- they'll terminate before the prediction. January before. You think so yeah.
2: Okay, so here's my prediction. Unless you're right on that, if he's still a United player, I, I think Cristiano Ronaldo, much to my chagrin, might I add, is going to have a monster World Cup. This is his January transfer window audition, assuming he'll be available in the January transfer window. This is his audition on a, on a worldwide stage, playing for his country where he is beloved. Yes. He's going well, to feature
1: for Portugal. Not, not with Bruno Fernandes or Cancelo. Well,
2: that's <laughs> at the, fair. At the
1: very least, those two guys aren't so sweet He's going to
2: feature, though. And sure. he's going he might win Golden Boot. Is that what they call it? They call it the Golden Boot World Cup top scorer? I guess they do. I think they do. What Maybe it, I'm wrong. Who knows? It might be the Oily Boot. <laughs> this time it might be it's, the it's Oily, oily boot. boot. I'm calling it that now. <laughs> um, he's going to have a monster tournament. And the bigger tournament he has, the bigger that's going to be a topic of conversation when the season resumes. What a crybaby.
1: <laughs> the bigger thing for me about Manchester United is that Raphael Varane will be back uh, for them. He has missed the last three matches. You could see a difference. I mean, they still got... I mean, they, well, no, I shouldn't say that because they got smacked by Aston Villa. and, But they conceded goals that I think Varane had kind of cleaned up a little bit. They had finally stabilized their back line. They... There was no threat of Harry Maguire coming in to ruin things. <laughs> they had finally solidified. And De Gea, to me, is, I mean, he's been fantastic. He really has been. All so right. he's
2: a, he, to me, is a massive, you should think at least think about it. If is not healthy, if there is some kind of delay in his return, D- DDG is a great a great yep. option. I, I support that.
1: Uh, all right. Can we go to defense? Let's do it. Karen Trippier is the only non-negotiable defender in the game And it's not close. I agree. There is... I agree. You could not (laughs) argue me into needing anyone after him. Not just by points. Like, the gap between him and everyone else in points is already sizable. The next tier of defenders is where, like, any Arsenal defender absolutely have at it. To me, I mean, Ben White's in my team... Saliba, Gabriel, Ben White, all in the top six in defender scoring. I, who's going to be mad about having any of those guys?
0: Yeah, nobody. To yeah. me,
1: Saliba being 34.9% selected is way too high compared to the other two guys who are cheaper. If you don't, I
0: agree, I agree completely. I've owned them from the beginning. Right. so. But if, if I didn't own any of them now, I agree totally with you that I would go with one of the other two. Um, you can't even argue that Sinchenko,
1: who's five zero and if zinchenko assuming he comes back after the world cup how could you be mad about zinchenko assuming he comes back into a regular for sure if he comes
0: board. right back in if he's healthy obviously if he's healthy he starts that's what we've learned so far in, with the arsenal season this year and it's wild it hasn't necessarily shown up so I, other people and i can hear it would be like great great analysis but what <laughs> has he done <laughs> he's done nothing uh-huh. it's fair when they have the ball, he is in the middle of the pitch as a uh, as a midfielder. They have a rotation where he ends up sliding up, and no one else has that freedom but him. It is the most bizarre rotation. It's the Zinchenko rotation. I'm telling you, it is so bizarre.
1: Honestly, given the, I'd say, you know, game one, we talked about it last week, West Ham just can't seem to find any consistent scoring. West Ham at home is not a bad matchup for them. After that, though, I, I might say, even if you had Saliba, I don't know why you don't downgrade him. Take the points, take the, take the money, and go, if you don't and have Ben go, White, and, and go down give, to him, because give. are you going to, I don't know how much you're going to want to start any of those guys in those four matches after West Ham. So I just think, you're, are you really, do you really want to play the center backs for Arsenal against Newcastle? Like, I, I, just don't, I just don't see a lot of appeal in, in doing that. So, just a thought. I can't say to you how much I hate Cancelo. I hate him more now than I hated him at any other point in this season. Is he? But he's the fourth most selected player in the game. He's riskier to me than he is a staple in a lineup, but whatever. He's Cancelo. He plays for Manchester City. I hate his guts. I, I hate having him. I hate the way they use him. I hate how inconsistent Manchester City is, but there, no matter what, it's going to feel a bit terror, a bit of terror to not have him. Do okay. you have him?
2: I do. Will you keep him? I was hoping you would help me answer that. <laughs> Can I tell you what I've already done with him? Please. He is
1: gone, and I've replaced him with Andy Robertson, which I should have done. Two Are you we- serious? Two weeks ago.
0: I just brought Robertson in for Cancelo tonight. You, I did not even know this. You look, you can look at my screen. I wanted to talk about on the pod changes. I've been you, doing my WCWc when we've been talking. You liar. Oh my <laughs> gosh. I'm not lying. I, listen, I it, looked at Robertson like I'm, and I want Salah coming back on my WCWc. So he occupied so much more money. So I'm cutting weight in places. I'm like, Kinsella wasn't doing anything for me anyways. Robertson was seemed to be doing okay. I like Liverpool's schedule on the restart. Let's let's I feel like Liverpool's going to have a little surge. Let's go with some Robertson. Manchester City come back
1: to Leeds, Everton and Chelsea. That's their that's your that's your one week of matches. There's nothing bad about that. 9 so points. There is right, there is no there is no downsides to Manchester City in any match. It doesn't matter who they're playing. The way, it's the way Cancelo is very obviously being used all season long. When he is an attacking focal point, he is unbelievable. When he is an afterthought and all of the offense is running through the midfield and forward positions, he is next to useless. He doesn't do anything. And if they're going to concede, and by the way, he's going to continue to be like the source of the problems for their defense. Like, I, I hate him. I hate him <laughs> as an FPL I, asset. I, I hate him. him. I, you know, with the wild card, like right now, my tinkering has kicked him out. He, I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to do
2: with him. Can I? Can I just add another, yet another layer onto the thinking we need to be having about how we yeah, set our squads? Absolutely. So I'm looking. You're talking about Andy Robertson. I'm looking at a guy who plays on the opposite side of him, Trent Alexander-Arnold. Right. Okay. He's he's had his down moments this season so far, no doubt. He is on the England squad. Yes. However, it's one thing to be chosen for a squad. It's another thing to actually play World Cup minutes. I was going to say to be used, yeah. And there's no certainty that TAA is going to get many minutes.
0: His form is not going to play him into minutes.
2: And he's probably behind Kieran Trippier. Yeah, I Whose form guess. is amazing. Yeah. On the depth chart in Gareth Southgate's head. So... TAA might not play much. Like, there's 26 players on each country's squad. Do they have five subs in the World Cup? Is it five? Not three?
0: Ooh, good call. If only there was a way. Let's assume it's we five. Could find out. At, Wouldn't you if imagine? it's five,
2: I imagine it is. At, at most of it's five, you're talking about 16 out of the 26 players on the squad getting to play. You take out the two backup goalkeepers, which most Masters not play, that's still only two-thirds of the squad. A third of every country squad is not going to play. That could be TAA for the majority of the World Cup. Yeah. And what is that going to do for his motivation? Is that going to make him come back angry? It's a good call, Scott. Charging forward? Well, that's a
1: it's a decently I, I my feeling is with Trent, he's been angry because he's been told all season long how poor he is defensively, and he has not yet he's delivered not one performance that yeah. has made you say, Oh, Yo, yeah, fair. he's gonna turn it around. His stats are good, even if Liverpool's defense is terrible. He still has taken the fifth most shots of any defender. He's created the third most chances for the season out of defenders. He hasn't been
2: productive.
1: Somehow he only has one assist, which on 26 chances created for Trent Alexander-Arnold, I would just say
2: positive regression is incoming here. I'm a Liverpool fan, and in the end, my heart is probably going to win out. If I'm sending out Cancelo, I'm either going to go super cheap yeah, so that I can bring Salah in my midfield, and not sell anyone premium who's already in my squad. Yeah, or it's going to be probably Trent Alexander-Arnold.
1: Uh, let's go back to Newcastle for a second. Same with Arsenal. I can't argue with you if you pick any of the other Newcastle guys: Fabian Schär, Sven Botman, Dan Burn. Uh, Botman is four point four. Uh, to me, uh, a nailed fix. He's a fixture of the Newcastle defense. Top level bargain. He's been fantastic since he's played. Uh, Dan Byrne is still really tall, so I, <laughs> he is wicked tall. So there's nothing the, you can do. That Dan hasn't one of my, he's, he's one, one of my favorite say, nothing players. You can do to stop that.
0: He's Peter Crouch playing defense, and I love it.
2: I, I hear you on that. You know who's the angriest person in the world right now about a Winter World Cup? Eddie Howe. That man does not want the Premier League season to go on. But right. He needs, his, he needs, this, he needs oh, yeah. this flow to keep going. Yeah. I yeah, put him I back agree. on Bournemouth. He's I, pretty
0: sure he's on Newcastle.
2: Newcastle drops out of the top four in January. It's 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 going to happen. They're not going to come back into the same form. Elmiron is not going to be in this form. It's not going to happen. He will Are not you going to have him in your chances. WCWC? I will probably send him out. Probably. Oh, Stop. Man.
0: Stop. I, first of all, can if I just you're going to make this claim, I, I want you to not have him no, in your squad. I, I, all right.
2: He will not be in my World Cup wildcard. Okay. What I love
1: about this is that you're forced to reckon with what a player he's been for six weeks, and yet there's still
2: no certainty. That is almost him. the exact amount of time he will not I, be playing now. I just love Almiron Doubt, even though...
1: I had to get you, off of the doubters train. I would put because we mentioned the I, as I mentioned the Manchester United schedule. I don't know how you don't put Diogo Dallo and Luke Shaw uh, into into this conversation either. Uh, I currently have Dallo, but I might prefer Luke Shaw since week ten is when that's when his run of starts has happened. He scored 31 points. He's seventh best defender since week 10. He's created nine chances, which is the f- tied for the fifth fifth most overall. He's and he is a he's a distributor now. So he's ni- 19 crosses. He's in the top ten for crosses for defenders since week 10. Dalo and Shaw are both top 10 for most of the attacking statistics that you care about. Dalo dropped out here in the last couple weeks because he got he because of yellow card accumulation. that's why he didn't play game week sixteen. He did not lose his spot because otherwise
2: it's ninety minutes basically all season.
1: Dallow Dallow nailed the spot down. Luke Shaw has bounced back. Luke Shaw is two point two percent selected. Luke Shaw is a massive differential coming into the new season and he's been really good.
2: Yeah, I just can't get hurt during the World Cup. Yeah. So is he gonna play?
1: I think he might. He's been really good. He's a Southgate guy,
2: as I've been told on Slack. He's a he, Southgate guy.
1: Southgate is insisting that Harry Maguire is still one of their top defenders. So, I mean, <laughs> you're, you're talking about, like, wow. you're, there Touché. could not be a bigger disconnect between what you see in, like, in, like club football compared to national football. I want to put Tim Castagna into the top into the top tier, like the the tier below Trippier, okay. because since since game week nine, only Karen Trippier has more more points than Castagna does. He's the second highest scoring defender in FPL since game week nine. Somehow he has only attempted five shots since game week nine. I don't understand how that's possible. He's still creative though, and he is he is way more attacking. I know it doesn't. It's weird because it doesn't. the stats don't bear it out, but he is the late-run guy. He is the back-post guy. On set pieces, he is the guy who's almost getting there a lot of the time. So, Castania to me, is an awesome choice,
2: still currently less than 10%. Well, let me tell you what I've done. I actually, to get solid in my squad, I can't have a premium defender. Ooh. So, as I'm sitting here, I've got a lot of the guys you've talked about. Trippier, Dallow. Yes. White. Ben White, awesome. Amarty. Okay. Romain Perro, I don't hate that. Of uh, Southampton. Uh,
1: yeah, and that's I mean, I would put him into the massively risky category, but when
2: he's been attacking, he is very attacking. Fifth option for me. Southampton's schedule, when you look at it, pretty good. New manager, month to work on things. It's a flyer. But That's why true. can't you take a flyer with your fifth defender? For sure. So I like that option. Yeah, you know, I gotta go differential somewhere.
0: Well my my oh look, I've been moving and shaking as we've been recording here. I'll go over my my defense. You just went over your defense, right? Yeah. Did you do your goalkeepers or no?
2: I uh, Kepa, said Keppa Kepa and and, Ward. And okay. Ward right now.
0: I have Pope and Ward, and then I have uh Saliba, who I already had, uh Robertson Trippier, Castagna, and Nico Williams. I still, so, have the, I still have 4.0 Nico Williams, uh, who I hate. It, it's almost like no, I, and I it kind of just burns and, and, and me. I, and I want you
1: to get off of that, and you, you will afterwards. Well, I know.
0: Out. I know. But I always hate it because when I played him early in the season, I got nothing. And then when he's been riding my bench, he just keeps getting me sixes.
1: But he's not nailed anymore, so that's the other okay, thing. Okay, all right, fair enough. I want to just – like. We talked about it le- prior to last week. I wish I had actually done something about it.
0: Who's the best?
1: Andy Robertson. I can't think of a bigger differential based on current selection percentage than Andy Robertson. There is no way to me he will end this break at 4.9%. First of all, he paid off big time in game week 16. He got yep, two two I assists, agree. Yep. nine nine points, in a bad week for premium defenders. I will go back because we already did this last week. Since he returned to the lineup in game week 11, he is 27 points. There are other players who have outscored him. I'm not saying just points. It's not all about points. So he's ninth best for, for defender points since game week 11. He has three assists. So he's the number one assist maker in, among defenders since returning to the lineup. By the way, he has tied for the most assists for the season. Despite He's tied with Karen Trippier despite playing – about 500 fewer minutes than Kieran Trippier has this season. Wow. Since game week 11, he's created 15 chances, second only to Kieran Trippier and Aaron Cresswell. Trent, by the way, has 12 chances created. This is what we said last week. Andy Robertson, the thing that was missing from his game through through his struggles at the beginning of the season is that he was making the late runs into the box and taking more shots and getting the touches in the box. But he wasn't creating – the his big source of points last season was from his creative – like his extra creative actions. Those are back now. Those have been back for since game week 11. Like, to me, at 6.8, we saw this – what, was it two years ago? It might have been last year. The the Trent first half and Andy Robertson second half, this has happened already. Interesting. This has happened already before. Okay. Robertson did not have his spot as he wasn't nailed. Samikas came in like Klopp was benching him.
0: Right. Multiple times. It happened a couple times.
1: This is what you're getting out of what I would say closer to angry Andy Robertson is statistically he's putting together a lot of these pieces that just weren't there in the first half of the or more of the season. So that's my Andy Robertson plug. You don't have to do anything about it. Trent, like we said, his stats are still really good. And to me, it can't. Unless, our, unless Liverpool's defense continues to like concede the weird ways they've been conceding.
2: Yeah, I think. I, I they... don't
1: know that they're going to keep doing that all season long. I, you have no. no confidence in it right now that it's just going to be like all of a sudden like they're back to like a well, stone a,
2: a stone wall again. Maybe like, they will be. I mean, they were turning it around. Uh, don't look now. They're up to sixth in the table. Yep. And uh, they looked
1: more normal Ar- or Liverpool. I keep wanting to say Arsenal because it's t- top of the top of the league. Yeah, I just yeah. want to. what you're used to. I mean, you are used when, to Arsenal. Yeah, but no, they looked way
2: more normal Liverpool. Uh, yeah, last the last uh, definitely exactly against Southampton. and there's I mean you you would be surprised if they came out strong. No, not after at the, all. After the break,
1: Dave. What I was going to say in the selected too much category uh, to me, Nico Williams is he's twenty three point seven percent. Right, and I would just say, what are we doing? Dead here? teams. What are we doing here, folks?
0: So is he is he done? Like, I got he, a be- I
1: got a better benchmark for dead teams. We'll get down to all it right. in a second. Uh, there one there are better enablers. Two, he's not nailed anymore. Right. Three, not he- Forest is the defense to target. You want an enabler? We already talked we've yes. talked about Hugo Bueno on this podcast numerous times. Who? He has started the last five matches for Wolves. You don't want anything to do with Wolves defense right now, but they are also about to get a new manager. And as we've talked about, we've talked about this forever. What does the new manager want to nail down first? Defense. What are you doing with your defense? Correct. Hugo Bueno, 3.9, okay. is started the last five for Wolves. And Dave, I would say if you don't want to go, if you want to stay even money. Nathan Patterson, he's back in the starting line right, for Everton. So that, back this week, yep. they're home to Wolves after the break. Right, you can use Patterson when, it, like, for he's, sure. He's I a agree. Starter. I agree
0: with that. And I was going to ask about that. Um, uh, like
1: to me, if you were picking one for sure, just based on pure money, it's it's Patterson, and it's not close because he's uh, he has been really good for Everton when he's been out there,
0: and and he has a way of getting down the down the yep. pitch too, for sure.
1: Uh, another one to think about. Because James Justin is out for Leicester, Luke Thomas, four point two, he's almost not selected at all. My guess is that's his spot. He's played there before, and he's. I don't. I can't say as we're sitting here. That Would you he's, like him better than he's a definitive starter? Patterson? but but you'd want a piece of like if you can get a piece of Leicester attack as a defender. Yeah, I mean, give that to me. That's why Castanya. So that's why Castania is a is a, a desirable asset right. and I think Luke Luke Thomas is on the other but side. But if you
0: already had Castania, you wouldn't want Luke Thomas. No, and you're not going to double up right?
1: on Lester defensive wingbacks. Just like Amarty.
0: like if you went Amarty. like would you rather have Thomas or Amarty?
1: I'd rather have Thomas. Okay. I want I, I like I feel like I would want the, I want the guys playing the wings.
0: But you wouldn't want to double up. Like I have right. Castania currently, so I don't but, need but I don't I would, need to...
1: but I would also want to see like I would want to see like hey Luke Thomas that we've he's done this a couple of times like okay. in the last season for sure when he's gotten a chance he's he's taken advantage and now you have a ruptured Achilles James Justin he is not coming back into this position someone has to nail down that side yeah so Luke Thomas is the one who got a crack at it he's 0.1% selected interesting the other guy that's selected too much is Perisic and I don't need to really I don't I don't feel like I should have to argue that. Mm-hmm. He's 22%. Selected. I agree. Just too unstable to justify holding, not to mention Spurs' defensive weirdness.
0: No, for sure. Um well, I'm gonna go to my WCWC midfield at the moment.
1: Great. Do you wanna know who I have in my defense? It's the same yes, as, it's well, the same as you guys. It doesn't matter. Is it's it? the same. Yeah, it's the same. Right now it's it's Ben White, Robertson, Dallow, Trippier, and I've got Bueno, but he, well, it's he's not the same. It's not the same at all. It's
0: not the same at all. All right, I'm going to go to the midfield. Martinelli, Almiron, Rodrigo, Sala. I've gone back to Sala in my Ah, WCWC. And Andreas.
1: I hate Andreas.
0: I know, I know. But he helps me get Sala back. So now it's Martinelli, Almiron. I'm going to be the anti-Scott, and I'm going to continue to stay on my ex-Atlanta United player in Almiron. And uh, so, yeah, Martinelli. Although, I could be... I know you kinda of poo pooed Odegaard and I'm sure it's because of stats next year and all that. No, no. But, I just wonder I just wonder if maybe, just maybe, he's especially coming off some rest. He and Holland are gonna be taking down um drinks in uh, Nordic uh igloos igloos uh, <laughs> as they are waiting for the World Cup to get over. Make I, a
1: make a poem out of that, please, Scott. Taking down <laughs> drinks in Nordic Igloos. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like something you could put on cursive. Taking script taking on your, ice on your ice forearm. shots,
0: ice shots on Nordic slides. Um, that
1: sounds like something that Megan Fox would tattoo on her, oh. on her love handle.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> so anyways, I have Martinelli there, but honestly, Brian, that could turn into Sokka. That could turn turn into Odegaard. I'm not like super Uber locked in. to Martinelli, Martinelli. Okay. I feel like there's multiple good options there, and then maybe they're all, you know, the same. And then Almiron, Rodrigo, Salah, Andreas. It's not Scott. that
1: look. It's not that Odegaard is. We, no one is saying he's a bad player. No, I, mean, I know. The fact that you would. It's I mean, just, the fact that you're the closest thing you've had to him in recent memory was Mesut Özil. Like the that you right. finally have a guy who is like can control a midfield with and and the the fact that he's paired with players like Saka and Martinelli and Partey
0: right. and Jacca right. Right, like, right right the right. fact
1: that you have that that's the lineup that you're throwing out there week to week is got to feel like just so refreshing for even f- the lineups that have come out there in the last few
0: years it's fun years. for top of the top of the table arsenal it is it is nice and fun. i
1: just am saying that Odegaard has done it multiple times he's done it like twice this season where it's like he just happens to be the guy that hits the hits the
0: shot. He again. stole. He stole that one, like his first goal this last match week. That's already been forgotten about. Mm-hmm. He he and Sokka's foot pretty much hit it at the same time,
1: but it touched Odegaard's foot last more. more yeah, more <laughs> which yeah. stinks uh, as yeah. a Sokka owner. I for don't, sure, I'm not not happy to hear. No, about for it. sure. Scott, who do you who are you Midfield, on? Midfield,
2: Scott, Scotty, Potty Hey. So I miscalculated a little bit as we've been working through this here and I am I'm wanting to have both Sala and KDB okay oh man see now that's a good that's a that's a kind of differential pairing I was gonna say that's a kind of differential pairing that is uh that's that's some pod spice I like that to make that uh, just a spoiler I still have Holland and Kane up front as well wow that's a lot of money
0: there's no way you can get the De Bruyne
2: Salah Colin Sala, Holland. Kane. Holland yeah. I
0: seriously doubt that.
2: Well, to help me, I did take Perot already out and I put Patterson in at your suggestion. That yeah. saved me four tenths right there. Um I love Patterson as a s as a choice, honestly. I think
1: he's such a good if, he, player. if he's
0: back. I, he is back. Yeah, no, I well, as you informed me.
1: Man, I'm I'm pumped for Patterson. I
2: love that guy. Anyway. If I go discount at my other three spots, then I'm coming close to being able to make that work. I originally, uh, alongside Sal and KDB, I originally had Zaha and Trossard. Can't do it. Just absolutely, yeah. that, that can't be done. And so I'm still tinkering, literally, as I'm talking here, uh, to try to uh, go down from Trossard and then to just to get down far enough to have just a meaningless third forward. There are some forwards at 4.2. Yeah, that's I'm, amazing. I'm trying to get to that price so that I can have these four premium guys instead. Um, so, in order to be able to do that, I'm going to be able to make that work with some. Uh, right now, alongside selling KDB, I've got Somerville. Yeah, I was going to say,
0: it's not horrible
2: on your budget. That's your budget. That's like your bottom budget guy. I mean, he was in form. Honestly, I
0: I like that better than Andreas at this point, but I also have Rodrigo. But so who knows? you know who
1: you you keep? Go ahead and I will give you one more name and you can tell me if it's insane or not. Go ahead.
2: Tavernier. No, because I've got him in
1: here, too. Uh, that's also an option. I was going to give you uh, Manchester United's hero against Fulham off the yes. bench. Garnacho. Yes. Alajandro Alejandro Garnacho.
0: Garnacho. Is he
1: going to keep playing? No. <laughs> off the bench. Off the, <laughs> but he's 4.3. And yeah. and it's the. I mean, it's if just. If United the, have some players. I gonna say, it's going They the, need a little bit
0: of extra rest it's, after, it's after it's the break. It's just
1: the hope for the future of Manchester United. Can this guy turn into something? And he's. I mean.
0: He's probably getting the he's fan love. He looks fantastic. Yeah. yeah,
1: right now, I mean, look, it's also not a Men in Blazers podcast, but that, I think, was one of their best uh, pieces of analysis about not to drag Ronaldo back into this, but about the Ronaldo situation, is that he's losing the PR battle in a, in a time for Manchester United when it's all happiness. Otherwise, Ten right. Hogg has right, turned right. the team around. You have young stars who are playing well. All any like they said it. All anyone wants to talk about this weekend is Garnacho's unbelievable goal and a come from behind win against Fulham. And you got Cristiano Ronaldo meeting with Piers Morgan, and you're going to have to deal with the nonsense off the off the off the pitch. So Garnacho, I, I mean, I yeah, you're, the risk is that it's eleven minutes or four minutes. I, or fifty-one minutes. I don't. I mean, I have honestly have no idea
2: what it could be for him. But I went ahead and restored Jaka as my fifth midfielder. That's not a bad idea. So to recap: Salah, KDB, Jaka, Tavernier, Somerville. Three, four, and five might be rearranged as we get closer, <laughs> but that's my current midfield.
0: That is amazing that you have Jaka in there. I don't hate it because he honestly he's produced. He's produced for his price point. Like that's not horrible. It's just hilarious to me that like you actually own him. <laughs> well, I don't. This isn't a real team yet, Dave.
2: But yeah. I actually, I have had him though for the last few weeks. Uh, that gives me five point nine for a third forward. So yeah. that's not a terrible team, anchored by Trippier at the back, Salah, KDB, Holland, and Kane in attack. Yeah,
1: I can You can't. Argue, you can't. You can't be mad about it. That's for sure.
2: Um, All think, those discount options at midfield give that give you that ability to still have a full team.
0: Yeah, Xhaka's like the fifteenth highest scoring midfielder. Like it's not ridiculous. He's he's only like fourteen points behind Foden and Saka.
1: Yeah, and I mean, I just, like Rodrigo's back. I mean, he's the top. Scoring. He's two points behind Zaha. Zaha ro- ro- oh, is two
0: is okay. points behind. Zaha,
1: my, my plug was going to be for Rodrigo. Who's your top scoring by goals, by actual real life goals, your top scoring midfielder for the season has come back. You know, it took him a minute to get going again, but now that he's gotten going again, it was four goals and four straight. I mean, the guy is right back to where he was. And with, with no Bamford anywhere near, not just the lineup, but yeah. nowhere near reliability. Yeah. Rodrigo to me is uh, like he's real close to to me wanting to say you probably should have him. I get the I, like there the fact that they've figured something out here with with Crescencio Somerville is I mean that's an amazing story and I know I and love that that price it's amazing but the fact that Rodrigo is. He's got nine goals. Like I don't love. Like we could talk about it forever. I don't like nine goals from fourteen shots on, on target, but he's doing it. I, like I just, I just, he's an easy guy to root for. Leeds is an easy team to root I lo- for. I know. I, I like, want,
0: I want to own a part of Leeds. Yeah, so I you can want root a part of it because yeah.
1: you, you know it's going to keep. It feels like it's just going to keep happening.
2: Would uh, you have both Rodrigo and Somerville?
1: If you're benching Somerville all the time, you're you're like assuming you're not playing Somerville very often. Then yeah,
2: because I could turn Tavernier into Rodrigo instead, have them both, and just have that discount. I was going to say the
1: reason why you don't you don't care about it is because if they're both like it's not going to be it wouldn't be a decision. You're going to want Rodrigo more than Somerville anyway. And in the event that you ever did, you do bench boost as long as he keeps the spot, you'll never feel bad about it. He's in. This is a, I mean, this is the peak question of how will form carry over, especially for
2: Leeds. Oh, for sure. Uh, But I mean, I don't know. Something about Leeds feels legit to me. Like, there's clubs you look at. Offensively, for sure. Yeah, there's clubs you look at and you're like, I don't know. I don't know that Newcastle's going to stick around. I don't. I don't believe Arsenal's going to be in the same form. I was, I, the next thing I wanted to have is the, they're going to be in the, better form. I was going to say because
1: the they've they been, they been
0: slacking.
1: I wanted the Arsenal discussion to be next, just because like I I can like I can frame the discussion this way. I used my wild card late in the uh, in this in this part of the season, and so I went to a boss midfield. I tried to get as many bigger names as i could so there is no discount player almiron's my cheapest with trossard martinelli Saka, and sala is my like five playable midfielders was my i just i just felt like it was important to get to five players like that because Saka is not even over eight dollars right now he is eight dollars so, like to me, that's the that's the biggest thing about looking at the midfielders is just this. It's not just about value. It's that look at the like it's been this that this is the thing about this season is look at the quality of players you can acquire from top teams for prices that were prior to this season unthinkable, mm-hmm. which is why like the Martinelli price point was. A mock made a mockery of within a few weeks of it happening, while Saka's on the decline, and now so like you got Saka at a massive discount a few weeks ago. Almiron being less than six, still for what he's been doing is insane. Trossard, I mean, it, credit to Potter and now Deserby for for making Leandro Trossard a true like goal
0: scorer. Yeah, I agree.
1: Like, these are all guys who are not just – it's not just about – it's not just about being a great price and a great value for the price. It's actual FPL performance, actual on-pitch performance, eye test points, everything, like Perfect Storm coming together for these kind of players. So that's where I have it. To me, you know, it was – like, Sokka and Martinelli, it was like a no-brainer. Like, I want to have both of those guys in my team. I want the arsenal attack and I want the best two players. you still want the them after pack. the
0: WCWC or on your WCWC?
1: The the only reason why, like even when I was looking at having a full wild card, there were only a couple of places in the team where I was like, yeah, I would change that.
0: Mm-hmm. I
1: already, I just wild carded three weeks ago. So no, there's nothing about my team that I was like, oh man, I need a big shake up here. Do you regret that? Holding my wild card that long?
0: Yeah. No.
1: That's a good question. Not really, because the perf- the players were always, like, there. I held Salah forever. I, like, I trusted Salah w- too long. Even though my own stats and my own eyes were telling me not to stay with him. I should have dumped him sooner. Honestly, if De Bruyne didn't blank, uh, if the Arsenal Manchester City blank didn't happen, Salah would not have come back in my team. Right. D- right, guaranteed right. he would not have come back in my team. However... You know, like we gave with stats on Salah a couple like like last week. It's not the same Salah. I like I wanna like I wanna I still want you guys to I want you to nail down this the Arsenal discussion post World Cup break. But like, look like, like you got two injury studs coming back after the inner after the World Cup, and that's Hugman's son at Tottenham. But more importantly to me, it's Luis Diaz coming back for. And I mean, for forwards, the Liverpool attack is coming back together again after the World Cup. I don't know what that does to Salah, especially now that we've gotten back to like super fun attacking Salah, who's not who's not an assisting guy anymore.
2: Yeah, but Salah can still stay in his central role, and Luis Diaz can roam about and still have maximum impact there. I guess I just that that
1: all indications prior to. Diaz getting hurt was that Diaz was the one with whatever the forward was, whether it was Firmino or Darwin. Yeah,
2: but it wasn't those working. Those were the guys. It wasn't working. Luis Diaz was working, but the club it wasn't working for yeah. the club. So I don't think you bring it back in the same way you started the season because that didn't yield results. Well, I just I hope Klopp still sees it that way. I'm that, sure it's he will. like that's he's that, a smart man. I'm sure he will.
0: All right, let's get on to Arsenal. That, that's where we really need to go. <laughs> like enough Liverpool.
1: Rename the podcast in Dave's voice. Let's get back to Arsenal.
0: <laughs> Scott, you've been wrong on them all year. So let, let, I want to hear how wrong you're going to be coming out of the WCW. WC, you're the one asking how, me if Sokka and Martinelli need to be in my team. They, I'm so committed to them. Look, and I'm I saying, just wanted your opinion. What exactly opinion?
2: have I been wrong about?
0: Arsenal. Said, you've been wrong on Arsenal. All season,
2: I haven't been wrong about Arsenal yet. I 100% said they're going to be. Every conti- time. I said they're not title contenders till after the World Cup, but and you've been wrong. It's not after the World Cup. How is it possible to be wrong?
0: <laughs> it's absolutely possible.
2: I have said wrong
1: they're <laughs> still top of the table when the World Cup concludes, and I will concede
2: <laughs> that they're. No, I said January, February. All right, yes, Brian, that is you are true. my that witness that, so that very, January, yes, February that is, is where the title will be lost for Arsenal.
0: You. Look, I'm not saying they're going to win the title. I'm just saying being worthy of being called a contender. they have a 5 point lead through 16 matches of the season.
2: Yeah, they're going to come back and they're going to draw at home against West Ham and then that's the win. The, the, the What NFL have
0: they lost? shown that make you think that they're going to come back and just have <laughs> form? What what they have won out of all the matches they've played in every they've they've lost to Manchester United in the, in the regular season at Old Trafford. They've lost to Brighton at Brighton in the Carabao Cup. See, and then they drew Southampton at Southampton. Honestly, Dave, everything else is a win. Listen, in Europa and, and in every Premier League match they played. I'm not saying Scott is right.
1: However, January twenty-first, I know. You will know a lot. They, Scott, like to Scott's point. Oh, no, I know. I listen, we I'm not just scared. Said West Ham at home. I am not concerned about that one so much, right? Even though it is a bit of there's a London, there is a London derby aspect. Their to that. first,
0: their first five matches are going to be a saying great is test. After
1: that, Brighton, they are at Brighton. That is no joke anymore. They are home to Newcastle. Newcastle is no joke. They are at Spurs. That is its own thing, and then they are home to Manchester United, which, in your favor. Is a revenge game.
0: They, they want you that get, game. Back. I was going to say that was they might have circled that
1: that was going to say they might have circled yeah. that one on the calendar to say not just because of Arteta whining about like we were the better team, the XG proves it. <laughs> but the, no, but the fact that they, I mean, the fact that that was a bad loss for them, right? In their best momentum against the Manchester United team that looked like they were floundering. At, at yeah,
0: that point. yeah, yeah, yeah. So L- I'm
1: saying like January 21st after that run, like look at look at the. Look at the f- clover field that they have. After that, Everton, Brentford, Villa, Leicester, Bournemouth, Fulham, Palace, Leeds. February and March, they could win the title by April first. Like if they actually cruise through a, 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 a bunch can... of
2: teams that are are like should be inferior to them. You're forgetting one thing. Those are the games that if you're going to win a title, you have to grind. Right. That's for sure. that's, that's the grinding part of the season. Yep, That's when it seems like it should be a three nil win, but you're you're barely holding on to a one nil win and you're happy with for sure. Points. Yep. That's my point about Arsenal. It seems as though Premier League football in some ways is a lot like college football here in the United States. Say the line, Dave.
0: This is not a college football podcast, Scott.
2: And yet there's one thing that I I feel very strongly about, which is that before you can be great, you have to earn it. You have to go through it once, fall on your face, and feel what that's like, feel what those grinding matches are like before you can go ahead and get it done. This is not Arsenal's year to get it done. This is their year to learn, and that's why I don't think they're going to hold on. They've peaked there is no question they have done great. I'm not taking anything away from Arsenal's first place standing in the table, five points clear of City. I, 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 the, There's no arguing that. It's happened. They've done great. They've done great. They also can't really hardly do any better, and I don't think they're going to come back in the same way that they are going into this break. They're not going to come back in the same way. They will be dropping points. City will catch them. City will win the title.
0: I think they'll be better.
2: It's a, it's a bold claim.
0: I think they're going to start scoring more goals. They haven't scored a ton of goals. Well, Jesus has been the fault for that. I think I think they're going to But here's the deal, has he technically yes, uh, I, that's obvious. He is not Was it the, 6
2: or 7 matches he didn't score here? Leading maybe into the maybe
0: 8. But he hasn't been playing bad. And that's the problem. If you're watching the games, he is doing he's either having uh, hockey assists or he's having assists himself. which is
1: weird for a guy who it's like he's reverting to his Manchester City role after he had taken weird. the, the it's striker like
2: he's the player I said he was at the start of the <laughs> it's season just
1: a, it's just a, for a guy who was like who couldn't stop scoring and it was like right. finally he's a true number nine right. finally they have the striker that they need
2: no nope, he's just Gabriel Jesus in the
1: preseason and then even in the early like, at the, like he had flashes of it and it's now it's like no he's more a facilitator he's What's doing the dirty work right he's now, doing dude? all this stuff and it's
2: like that's not i think it's five he has five goals in the the league i
0: think it's five in the league
2: i'm I'm gonna look that up to confirm he
0: if only there was a way
2: if he's at five he will not hit
0: a dozen i'm sure we had a bet it's probably it doesn't we don't we we haven't made any it's five
2: five total he won't hit 12 you want to bet he hits a dozen
0: that is a great bet uh yeah i'll take that I love it. Was was I'll you give you, you 12 and under. And bet, I'll give you 12 and under. Yeah, you oh, can, I'll take it. Yeah, Because really that. he could stay on just about the same pace that he's on and still make it. But I think he's going to be better.
2: Nah, he's he's Man City Junior's uh, Gabriel Jesus. It's not and, gonna happen. and
0: Arsenal's going to be better in the second half. I think they're going to be scoring more goals. I just don't goals. even know
2: how you can say that with a straight face.
0: Because there's room for improvement.
1: Dave, for me, as far as uh, team selection is concerned, I t- I, I can't. I can't. Get off of Saka and Martinelli. Yeah. To me, those two You're, statistically. So you have got been, both of them. Yeah, I got both of them, and I didn't feel bad at all about keeping both of those guys. the The guy who I would think about swapping, like it depended where I wanted to move, if I needed to move funds around, if I wanted to do something. Really, it's do I want to do something different with my forward, with my with one of the forwards that I currently have, which I kind of don't. I like. I kind of like where I'm at with, with
0: right. my forwards. So no one said forwards yet. Go ahead and go to your forwards. Well,
1: I'm just saying that my forwards currently are Holland, Darwin, and Anthony Martial.
0: Interesting. So
1: to me, wow. so to me, it was: do I want to make like do I want to improve one of those guys into another like a higher spot or maybe downgrade? I'm not losing Darwin. I'm not taking him out. I brought him in prior to this. Last you like week. Darwin
0: better than Kane?
1: I. No, I I have a great question for you about Kane when we get to forwards. But I'm saying like, it's not about that. Was, Kane has had a great first half of the season. Oh, that's why, I'm, and I have an even better question about him that I, w- I can't wait to ask you guys. What I'm saying is like his goal against Leeds was fantastic. For example, if I wanted to like if I'm selling, if I'm selling Martinelli, it it's. I I gain a 10th by going from Martinelli to Rodrigo. Like that's that's to me is a that's a fair question. If you have to choose between Martinelli, Martinelli or, or Rodrigo. Rodrigo. And by goals, it's not it's not even close. It's Rodrigo. You
2: have Saka? You're keeping Saka? I do have Saka. See, for me I'd diversify probably.
1: Yeah, I just it's it's more, it has more like and and it really is like after the like it's coming back to West Ham. Brighton is an open game. I prefer the attackers in that game. So it's not because Brighton, defensively, I don't care what Brighton. Brighton, nothing. Defensively, they're, they're just going to go after whoever they're playing. Like, they're going to play.
2: Isn't it funny? We It was two years ago. You very seriously and legitimately nicknamed Brighton the Trash Bird. They're not. And they're not. They have re- they have changed their identity. Grand as a club. Potter,
1: Grandpar Grand Potter started it, and Deserby is pulling the all the right strings. I think hey, right
0: now. I got a legitimate question because this is a fantasy podcast. Is, is an Arsenal it's podcast? Nothing, and it's an Arsenal podcast. Would you rather?
2: Oh wait, are we should I get the campfire started?
0: Would you rather own Kane and Salah? Or De Bruyne and Darwin.
2: Sure. I know my answer. Um, it's a good question. Oh
1: man, I would rather
2: Kane and Salah. Kane
1: and Salah, De Bruyne and Darwin. Yeah, just because Darwin is such a wild card okay. right now, and or you, you could a, go Kane is,
0: and De Bruyne, and or Darwin and Sala. I have Darwin and Sala. I
1: am like, I hate being the Liverpool guy. I don't want to be the Liverpool guy. This is the (laughs) I don't hate Darwin stats. I am telling you that this is the reddest that my team has ever been. This is yeah, it was never was our, Arsenal it has, yeah. it is, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. even
2: Keppa's jersey is orange <laughs> with a red triangle
1: hovering over it.
2: Yeah there have been years where Ben it's White,
1: White Andy blue. Robertson, Dallo, Martinelli, Saka, Salah, Darwin yeah. Martial totally like that is red. the reddest that yeah. it is. If you took I have away ever. Newcastle
0: you'd have yeah. almost all red. So
1: no, I understand the question and so that this is why I'm saying like in those first few matches for Arsenal your question about Martinelli and Sokka, like home to West Ham what has West Ham done that gives you nothing, nothing? Right. so yeah. you like that all across the board to me that's any any all levels at Brighton I want anyone who's Arsenal attacking I want cuz that the 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 possibility of that being open is Better. I You're don't right. expect Ben right. White or Gabriel or right. Saliba to have a clean sheet in that game. And then home to Newcastle, I have no idea. But at that point, what I'm saying is, again, like to me, the attackers for Arsenal are the ones who are the to, are the preferred people. Like that, I would prefer the attackers. They've been so good in this category all season long. Right now, top top 5 or, or top 10 for shots. Martinelli, 33 shots. He's behind De Bruyne by 1, Zaha by 2, Trossard by 3. Like he's a top 10 shooter for the season. Saka's form didn't pick up until mid like the middle of this like this this part of the pre-World Cup break. So like uh, like it's it's more about the Arsenal attack than it is anything else and Again, I had gone to Ben White. If this was a t- like, if I was going to come out of the break, if I was going to sacrifice somebody to me, it would be more Ben White to prioritize the fixtures for somebody else,
2: not a defender. I've been Scott, dying to say this. Go ahead for the last two minutes. West Ham will have a second half resurgence, and if I could make it work in my budget. Jared Bowen would be in my wild card okay, I I have a question about like uh bounce West Ham boun- is bounce, bounce, bounce backs back. for yes. certain people. Yes. Yeah. I think clubs that have, have gone ahead and gotten new managers are going to benefit from this break. It's basically like a new a second preseason that can only help. And West Ham is you know, we've been saying this it's weird here. It's 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 awkward, it's weird. But but this is West Ham. And this is the same squad that, you know, made a European place and is still in European play coming out of the, Mm -hmm. you know, going into the new year. They will have a second half resurgence. They will figure it out. Jared Bowen is worth going to even now, because again, form minimally matters. But conversely, a club that has a new manager, but just doesn't have any talent like wolves Mm -hmm. not going there. Right. Unless it's for budget purposes. Sure. And a team that is, is better than what they're playing but still has the same crap manager like Everton, not Mm -hmm. going there except for budget purposes. Sure, It's not a... I just have to say this. It's not rocket science that the very thing that kept the Gerrard and Lampard generation of the England men's national team from succeeding is also what's keeping them from succeeding as managers. Gerard already is? sacked. Lampard should be sacked, and hasn't been to my knowledge yet. But if it's a, if the away fans for Everton have had anything to say about it, he should be sacked already. Okay. Did you guys see that?
0: It was oh yeah, yeah. It was that was not great. That was ugly. Yeah.
2: That was ugly for for Everton Football Club. And of course, like it's that brooding internal type of player that they were that did nothing for their teammates around them when they played for the men's national team in England. I mean, sure, Lampard won some titles f- for Chelsea, but Lampard wasn't the focal point there either. Like there are other guys you went to, Terry, Drogba, etc., that you thought of first when it came to, you know, Lampard was a role player there yeah. and a very, very, very good one. Let me be clear. But when you make him the manager, that brooding type isn't connecting. It's not working. So Everton's going to come back and still be terrible unless they get rid of their manager. My point, though, going back, Jared Bowen worth a start. Yeah, Dave. I to me, I, like,
1: you're you're right. It probably is better. It probably is better to come out of it diversified. I just, I like, I just, I just see them as a uh, highly reliable. So it the the reason I would switch off of someone like Saka or someone like Martinelli is because of. Like, just to not have all your eggs in one basket. But it's not like you're throwing them in a bad basket, is, I
2: guess, my point. To not derail this again, I want to go back to the forward position where we have been discussing. There's a forward we need to talk about. He had a great game week 16. And there's no reason to believe that his new manager won't keep playing him. It's Aston Villa, guys. Danny Ings. If he's healthy coming out of second training. Are you going to own him? Maybe. I can't make it. I mean... I'm, I'm, I'm a few tenths away from him for I my mean, third I, forward
0: spot. My my three forwards are Tony, Holland, and Kane.
2: And you shouldn't change that. But if you needed money, I don't think you're... Cra- like, you're not going to do yeah. it. I'm not going to recommend you do it. But if you needed money in another position, Tony to Ings isn't stupid. I'm not saying you should. I'm just saying it's not stupid if you need to do it for money reasons. I mean... New manager, Una Emery. He starts Danny Ings, which, where's Ings been all season? Ings scores a brace. Game week 16. Why isn't that going to continue? Why? Villa's going to also probably be a little bit better.
0: Villa should be a little bit better. This is a good point.
2: Yeah. And And Danny Ings did great starting up front for them. The bad
1: thing is just they come back to Liverpool and Tottenham in their first two. So it's not, it's not ideal. I don't necessarily want to spend... 6.6 Six point six, or even for Watkins, seven point one. Not um, recommending Watkins on those, Watkins. Two, on those two, right? Ings for sure, just for penalty sake. It, you know, hey, Aston Villa is scoring a penalty against Liverpool. Somebody, one of the. Joe Gomez dragging Ollie Watkins down for an Ings penalty kick is not uh, that that sounds right <laughs> like Man, that. I just caught a glimpse of the future. I know. I just I feel like you, you could practically feel it. <laughs> yeah,
2: absolutely. <laughs> you can almost feel Joe
1: Gomez's hands on your shoulders right now.
2: I really can. They're warm. Uh, yeah, so warm. I'm
1: saying like I, I understand what you're saying. It's, it's not a bad, I mean, it's not Dave, it's not a
0: bad choice.
1: It's he, worth mentioning coming is, off the break. He is right no, about he is. It's pers- not
0: bad. I I just stick with Tony. I just I just feel with like we've been there. He's going to be pissed about the world watching the World Cup at home. I do feel like Tony's got going to have something to prove. Yep, yeah. he, he showed. <laughs> he showed tried the to last downplay match. it in his interview
2: after the match in Game Week 16 when he scored For sure. his
0: brace. But For sure.
2: but he's going to be upset that you know, especially if England don't do well, he's going to be like, well, of course you didn't. Should should have had me. Let me show you why. Right, He's that kind of guy who'll do that. So don't make a change. But Danny Ings is going to be someone we talk about in the second half. I, I mean,
1: it's on the back of a few big games. But yeah, Danny Ings, for the most part, has come back to the starting lineup. He had an 11-minute cameo. But since game week 11, Danny Ings is your second-highest scoring forward. I mean, and it's, again, like... You, Man, I'm on fire tonight. Guys. You hate You hate when it's like but like this is where if you were looking at it from like a comprehensive since game week 11 do you want 2 2 12 2 1 13 these are these are this is Ivan Tony type numbers dave you're the forward Right. So uh boy, boy. you you don't like seeing twelve twelve and then a bunch of ones and twos. Nobody ever wants that. But Dominic Solanke. At the same yeah, Solanke. Oh, Lord. Sorry. Sorry that he said the name. <laughs> uh are your Voldemort. But uh no, but Danny Ings is not like in that sense, he like I don't Voldemort. you don't necessarily want him. You're not gonna play him, I don't think, against Liverpool and Spurs. You might play him against Spurs. You're not gonna feel great about playing him against Liverpool or Spurs. I mean But, you, score but you three sure, three on Spurs. I was gonna say, but you sure can. Yeah. Um Is is
2: is uh I understand, I understand fix your the point. Spurs defense during the break? I don't think so. Does he even have a chance? Uh any of those guys gonna still be still can be Can Transfers around? come in before December. Nope, 26. sure can't they sure can't, my man. <laughs> can uh can
1: Eric Dyer find some different kind of uh, huh. defensive tactics uh, in the while he's at the World Cup, maybe? No, I understand what you're saying. I don't I don't hate any of uh I don't hate any of what you're saying. Um you're the backbone of your forward line, I mean, unless you're a psychopath, it's Holland. And then two other people. So, <laughs> right. so uh, let me like. So my question about Harry Kane. This is exactly how I was going to ask it to you guys. Considering what he's working with, is Harry Kane the actual best
2: forward of the season?
1: Yes, so it's
2: not even close. And I know that sounds crazy because Holland has the numbers. Yeah. But The answer is yes. And here's the deal. At the end Kane of the scored season,
0: twelve goals.
2: The end of the That's season, all, yeah.
1: I, yeah. he's um, he's At been the, amazing. We've there's yeah. never not there. We have never once. I'm there is no disparaging Harry Kane from this podcast since game week
0: two. Think of how how many more assists he'd have if his teammate if Sonny was his son if could Sonny actually had been shoot normal. Shoot.
1: I know, or if, if, if I he I could have vision for both eyes, or if kulishevsky had been healthy
2: most of the season. I'm gonna make a claim here because yeah. you know I'm feeling really great tonight. Holland has 123 overall points. Kane is 102. By the end of the season, Harry Kane will surpass Erling Holland for overall points. This is a bet ready to happen, Dave. It's wow. a bet ready
0: to happen. This is hard. I, He's I feel 21
1: like... points ahead. He has a 21-point lead right this second. Yeah. Uh,
0: so, a couple things. But hold on. But a couple can things. You hear the,
2: can you hear the – I hear the twisted ankle – in game week twenty four for Holland. It's fair. I the know only that. thing listen, I'm only gonna I, I will Actually, everyone is everyone is healthy until they're not. I no will, one is
0: injured until they Ailey are Holland is and I, I am incapable not. of fifteen right. game weeks of health. Yeah. I will okay. take the opposite side of this.
2: You're gonna you're gonna say Holland is gonna outscore Kane.
0: I will only because Holland's gonna get a five week break. And Kane's I mean, oh, going to be like I'm
2: not saying Holland Kane
0: is, England, you know,
2: I'm not saying Kane's going to score Holland in semis. January. I'm saying by the end of the season, I'm relying on Kane's rubber ankle to I, hold exactly. up. Exactly.
1: I was going to say I was just about to say Harry Kane has managed to not have a a nearly fractured ankle yet this season and he managed to not do it because he only played half of a season last season. So I I I would love to believe that Kane is going to maintain I'm doing it anyway. I, I,
2: I, I, mean, I, I like Harry Kane. I'm we've made as Harry, many I, bets in this pod as we have the entire pre World Cup half of the I love season, it. Dave. I love it, Dave.
0: And I thought we'd have nothing to talk about. <laughs> you, it's
2: true. We almost didn't record. So. And in, in all fairness, in all fairness to. Us I and have, our I, listeners. I still have more midfielder questions for you guys. <sighs> Rapid All right, fire. but, but Rapid no, fire. it's
0: got to be. It's got to be fire. quick. Is
2: James Madison a total? So for <laughs> yes,
0: so so just wow. for just for a
2: second to come back. Do you really hate James Madison that much? I've always hated James Madison. You hate him. know this. Yes, I it's, do. It's it's everything about him as a person. I don't like him as a person. I would want to punch his face every day in training if I played alongside him. He is that kind of person. It's obvious. It comes through the TV. There's no question about this. And then for him to score a goal and say, oh, I made my contribution. I'm going to make sure I stay healthy for England. And I'm just going to go ahead and sit down on the pitch in the 23rd minute and come off. And then go ahead and tweet on, or not tweet, but post on Instagram that, you know, oh, I'm okay. Just ready to get with the lads on Monday for my England flag emoji. Uh, no, I honestly hope
0: Honestly, Mm. I
2: I would be okay with a broken bone during Mm, World Cup training. You're mean. I'm not mean. That guy is a jackass. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Uh, We talked about the top eight
1: midfielders. Again, I have no issue with any of them. I would say, like, I would call it. Is Madison in the top eight?
2: He is then you should have issue with him. Mm. I don't have issue with him. He's been fantastic this season. He has been fantastic this season. I just don't. I don't like him as a person. No, if you don't I like don't, him as don't a don't person, like, I, I don't completely like that understand. Sat, that. I don't like that he sat down. I,
0: I'm not, Can I, I ask you a quick question? I was going go to go to delay things. Yeah, go ahead. Joe Willick, four nine. What are your thoughts? I mean, Joe. Quick, he's it's got to be quick. Inconsistent.
2: You're not, not
1: going to have him no. or Almer on. They're too close in price. You'll find a way to get Almer. Somerville's going to be better at four four than Willick. I like Joe Willick. I I've wanted. I feel like there have been times where you've wanted to talk about him. At, you know, throughout he totally the season. stole
2: that goal from Almiron. Just hasn't. Just hasn't had it. Jacques just, at five one or whatever he is now is better than. I, I would Pernod. say like the best of the
1: rest, like out of outside the top eight, and I've put Odegaard in this category, honestly. But Foden, Zaha, Marcus Rashford, Harvey Barnes, and I'm putting Kuliszewski in there because now that. A fit Kulishevsky, you see what he does for Tottenham. It's a different. What he adds is legitimate. It's real. It's good. To me, those characters you toss <laughs> it's those real. It's
2: good. <laughs> All right. You
1: just add. I'm saying like, I've already said like looking at what Manchester United is coming back to. Marcus Rashford is coming back to that.
0: Yeah, but is it the Marcus
2: Rashford who can't shoot?
0: Yeah, but is this Funchester United? Yeah, that's what I mean. If Ronaldo's not around, it's Funchester. It didn't... He will be around. Marcus Rashford's not. Marcus
1: Rashford's not. This isn't Sancho, where Sancho has faded out of the lineup and Anthony has come in. And Anthony is a, a fair a fair question for for like further down on the on the list to me, okay, I'm saying all question. of these guys. Name, you had, guys you had Zaha. Foden. I'm saying you had Zaha until in your tonight. team until tonight.
2: Foden, Zaha, Foden,
1: Zaha, list. Marcus Rashford, Harvey Barnes, who is no. real.
2: Oh, get, get get your bone arrow out of here. And Kulishevsky. For... Kulishevsky is my answer. Okay. Now right. I don't have another. I don't have another Spurs midfielder. I'm a, so uh, of those five guys. That's my answer. I'm saying Rashford he, can't shoot straight. Something's wrong with him. Kulusevski had issues. Like you, you know, he
1: was in and out, you know, He was in the starting lineup. He uh, was fine. I mean, he was still getting his assists. Yeah. He takes a little bit of a break here after an injury. Comes back in, and the first
2: thing he does is completely transform what Spurs do in attack. To if, be clear, I'm not going to own any of them because they're in that price point. I can't afford with yeah. Salah and KDB. Agreed. But
1: I'm just saying all
2: of these guys, especially who are doing that as their strategy. Kulishevsky's man.
1: Kulishevsky is 4.6%. And on a Spurs team that, uh, that is coming back to Brentford, Aston Villa, Crystal Palace in the, in the three matches after the world cup. There's nothing about that. I get it at Selhurst. Okay. Maybe not the most fun place to play. Uh, who knows what revamped Aston Villa is, but it's Villa at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. So those three matches to me are... what Brentford's gray. Why is Brentford gray? What are They're, you
2: doing, matchup
1: rating, color scheme hope, people? What are you doing?
2: Let's hope that while uh, the FPL staff are watching Qatar play Ecuador <laughs> this Sunday, that they go ahead and Update the color coded system, uh, Brian. It really comes down to health for Spurs. They haven't had it coming into the break, and yep. if they're healthy, well, coming out of the break, so yeah, they're I was going gonna to be, say they're you got, going.
1: You got Risharleson back in your
2: lineup, right? You
1: got Sun. back in your lineup. You, if Son doesn't get a freak eye fracture, you're you're still talking about Son. He's I, going
2: to play with an eye mask, apparently, in the World Cup. By and, the way, he was looking pretty fly on the on the touchline.
1: Yeah, that's true. He had a hilarious outfit. I love the glasses. Um yeah, what what uh Hogwarts house? No, this
2: is not a Harry Potter podcast. What I mean, he, he was that? he was yeah, no. He, uh, uh Bruno what's, Fernandez what's Harry Potter's house. I know that's Gryffindor, me to ask. Gryffindor. He was straight Gryffindor.
1: Uh Bruno's in his own no man's land. Uh I just want to
2: say his name. Mm-hmm. Bruno Fernandez. Which Bruno? Bruno Fernandez. Bruno Who? G is more relevant than Bruno F. After that's, that's the
1: break. True. I agree. After I don't know about that. After the break would you buy Christian Erickson? Or is he just a likable guy who's gonna I have mean, some games?
2: As a fellow heart patient? Okay. You know, my oh, wow, heart, you guys have a bond? My heart goes out to him. Wow. Uh, he's not. A, <laughs> he's not an FBL asset. I know. I just. He either, scored here. No, he's not. He, he's not an FBL isn't asset. Isn't he like just? It really is. He's just a lovable guy. I mean, I just want to. I honestly, he's a guy I would like to have a beer with and then end the night with a hug. After the break,
0: I to, didn't know where that was going.
2: To me, like you already said, Jared <laughs> Bowen. I
1: I'm <laughs> not entirely opposed to a post <laughs> World Cup bounce back for if West you're looking
2: Ham. to get ahead of your peers if you're looking to gain places in your league table I, I just i guess I, I guess i'm wondering where the spark is going to come from it's going to come from training it's going to come from the fact that this is still the same players who finished in the top seven last season right but they they've,
1: they're going to have the same busyness i guess i'm just not i just wait I,
2: what's jared bowen doing for the
1: next five weeks Nothing. I'm just saying. Like he's not busy. No, I'm just saying. Like I just they don't play.
2: They don't play Europa Conference League or whatever it is until February.
1: Sure. I'm just saying. Like they've had. Like he did. He had back to back matches where he looked really good again, and then he had like it was like a fourteen and a seven in in two weeks. And then went right back to two, three, two, 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 three, two, whatever, however many weeks of doing nothing again. I'm saying like sounds like a zip code in Virginia. Be, uh, ben Rama was better than Jared Bowen for the last like six weeks or whatever it is.
2: Eh, it's okay.
1: I'm just saying like I, I like it's a fair question though to ask about how West Ham will come back. Same with Chelsea. Like I don't know. Like, they're. they're it, it, is it too much tinkering?
2: Like you're he, just, it just no. Doesn't know what he, I was going to say, there's yet. just no way of who knowing. was the kid that played? By the way,
0: started... some guy is probably not in FPL. <laughs> he probably. No, wasn't. I know. I
2: know who you're talking about. He is now yeah, a kid. Hall, right? Wasn't it Lewis Hall?
0: Yes. Yeah, is. sounds right.
2: He yeah. played 72 minutes.
0: Legitimately saw that and said, "Who?
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's a, that's one of your most fair who. Well, especially when you look
2: at their midfielder list. I mean, they have incredible hey, uh,
1: players. Not to, this. Is not Chelsea segment, but. Aubameyang, how in the world has he gone from being like key signing for them to being back out again? Doesn't even
2: not even Was he not late? even warming up on the sidelines. Was he late? Was he late too? He
0: and uh, he and Ronaldo are drinking the same same Kool Aid.
2: He's still Obama That okay. one I saw I, coming. Like,
1: I'm just saying like that is that is one of the most amazing flare ups and
2: and, and no, like hold on. It crashes back down to earth again need, that I've I need, ever seen. I need to have a moment with Dave for a second. Yeah, please. Dave, now it. that yeah. Obama Yang is a Chelsea player and not an uh, Arsenal player, mm-hmm. will you admit that I've been right on Obama Yang the entire time?
0: So he was a Arsenal player, I think, for four or five years, four and a half years. And for uh, four of the four You're and a half years. You're not
2: going to give me anything tonight, are you?
0: For the, for the four of the four and a half years, you were wrong. <laughs> the last half of the year, you were correct. <laughs> It happened really quick. I mean, you can watch it in the Arsenal All or Nothing video. Like, it happened really, really quick last season. And then Arteta's like, um, uh, this is my show and not yours. And, and rules are rules. And if you don't like them, then you can kick rocks. And he he kicked rocks. Okay.
2: Bro, bro yeah. Started. Yeah. And... If and he could I do something. I was gonna say he'd if be a you
1: third guy, forward. For yes, me. for sure. If you knew for sure that it, you are not going to get a Kai Havertz resurgence as far as uh, attacking goes, uh, there you cannot assume Aubameyang is going to do anything to win his way back into that
0: starting lineup. Would you have Broya as a third forward if you were me after Holland? If he's he start, if you know he's starting, that's a really slick move. Actually, I can't
1: think of too many like home, especially kind of like, like Homer. got
0: they got Bournemouth and Nottingham Forest coming back off the bench. So,
1: so Chelsea was not willing to sell him. That's a top six. That they club were willing to loan priced him. Asset,
0: five three forward, right.
1: willing, like you were just talking willing about. Willing to loan him, but not sell. So there's and Chelsea fans have been all about Broya. even Grant Potter he was guy, gone. right? Like he's the type of person who's
2: going to like thrive under Grant Potter.
1: It's just—he has that—he has hustle. He's a big—he's a big body. He's a—he's a strong. Talk more about strong his big forward. body, Brian. I'm just saying, compared to Havertz, who's like a a waif. Let's talk about
2: Havertz. Why is I, he so mad?
1: He's fight with Dan Burn after this match—we've already talked about this. It's his affect. Everything about his face says, "I don't want to be here, or do this," and that's not true. Yeah, his Kai eye.
2: Havertz is not gonna make it. I don't not, think, he's I not going to make it. I don't think he is. I,
1: you're talking me into Broya. I don't hate the choice. I'm saying for other Chelsea players you think we're going to be consistent who seem like they were on the path to consistency. Mason Mount and Raheem Sterling. Where are you? What are you doing here? It just seems like there are so many quality individuals on Chelsea. get along with Potter? I don't know. Also, like D- Dave said this even uh, within the last week, losing Ben Chilwell...
2: And Reese James. Reese James, James
1: more than anyone. Yeah. Losing Reese James the way they have, that
2: affects everything about what they do. So, by the way, the next most punchable person Bencholo. in the Premier League, no, it's Kukureya. Oh, yeah. yeah. Mm. That's right. Um, do you so you now are, you are forgetting
0: okay? about Diego Costa on Wolves?
2: No, but I was gonna say Diego Costa hasn't n- played enough for Wolves to register into my uh you now, I was gonna say you are you are now okay with Christian Romero <laughs> hair dragging Kukarea Honestly I want him to do it again when they play. <laughs> okay.
0: Um
2: no what? let me ask this question. Um Chelsea, I think Grand Potter figures it out. Okay. I think I think what club, club, sorry, I think what lineup he starts with in game week 17 is going to say a lot about Chelsea for the rest of the season. We have to believe Graham Potter knows what he's doing as a manager yes. in general. Yes, for sure. The question is just simply, can he do it at Chelsea? He has the ability to, but he also is going to be playing with, you know, he's got players here with uh, egos. Probably more so than at Brighton, right? I guess so. I just don't. I don't. Is that Mount? Is no, that but,
1: Sterling? But it's right now. Out of the the players who are there, Polisic has an ego. I was gonna say Polisic but I think Polisic soured some of the fans because of the like kind of the feeling that he was instrumental in sending Tuchel out. Was he really? The well, that was the. I mean, that's the. A lot of a, that's. I'd say that's a Chelsea fan perspective is that that Pulisic was one of
2: the like locker room guys who was the most gripey about about Thomas Tuchel I actually I I know I'm American but I don't hold that against Pulisic Tuchel needed to go so you bring in Thomas Tuchel to your club to get that quick like let me get a couple it was Pulisic and Zia Ziyech really Yeah, that's that's the that's
1: the. What I was gonna say. I have not dug into Chelsea. I'm saying that that's the two of the guys who were the most disgruntled about the amount of time they were playing, and rightfully so. And
2: but they're not playing more under Potter
1: so far. Exactly. So that's <laughs> that's the thing with, with both of those guys. So that's why I'm saying, like, you look through the roster, and I'm like, well, Pulisic is still not really playing. Ziyech is still not really
2: playing. No, Lewis Hall is playing.
1: Abamyang and Havertz are not really doing
2: anything. You, so you're not ever counting on either of those guys. Uh-huh. The, this is, cons- this is the why guys, Grant the guy- Potter needs January and he needs the summer.
1: But I'm saying, like, this is why when you look at it, you're like, why isn't Mason Mount an absolute nailed-on fixture of this team Raheem Sterling where did you go yeah. Raheem Sterling had the numbers he had the positioning he had everything about what he was doing through the first like I don't know seven
2: or eight weeks yeah, was like is, no but this is the other. Th- but this is the other thing you have to keep in mind these guys want to play in the World Cup they want to play in the World Cup for sure I, changes for sure. Changes everything about what they me, were me, doing, especially as, as it got closer to Let the me put World this Cup. into American perspective here. So next, as we're sitting here, next Thursday is Thanksgiving Day. I am scheduled to work next Wednesday, the day before Thanksgiving. There's not a chance in hell that I'm going to be as productive next Wednesday as I will be tomorrow Wednesday. Sure. We're recording this on Tuesday. Right. Night. That's just natural. That's human nature. Guys... I'm surprised more guys like, I mean, James Madison, I guess if you want to give him some credit, it's at least the credit I'll give him is that he was at least very blatant about his desire to stay healthy for the World Cup. Yeah. Mountain Sterling. I do question maybe motivation was lacking to make sure that they were healthy for the World Cup. Yeah. Right. Sure. Maybe I I can't argue against it. So the best thing for Graham Potter is that England is not that doesn't get out of the group stage. Wales and U.S. advance instead. Not crazy. It's probably not going to happen, but not crazy. Graham Potter gets all his guys back, and he can put his best eleven out there on Boxing Day. Yeah. No, I, I, for sure, I, I, I can't argue. Ryan's it. not buying that, Dave. Well, I, yeah,
0: England's getting out of their group. You think so? Yeah, at, sure. at the expense of who? Uh, Wales. I hope so.
2: <laughs> I yeah. really, really. Yeah, do, I so. think
0: so. I,
1: I, I, I feel more optimism about the USA squad now more than I ever did before. I think. Uh, back to the bounce back discussion. Uh, Mountain Sterling, you're not buying those guys. No. So just a question, Bowen. I understand if you want to no. punt on it, but I, I personally wouldn't do it. Anthony, you know that was a guy who had great form, and then an injury kind of derailed his form and so depending on how you view the rest of manchester to me it's still rashford is still the preference you're not and you're not doubling up on manchester no midfielders for sure i'm not going to any son and luis diaz to me are the are the if you see something from hyung min's son if he really does play in a mask and he performs for south korea and he comes back uh a non face injured Heungman son for Tottenham and gets back into the starting lineup. Like, wh- this is, he is, as a, a, this is the cheapest you'll ever be able to get him. Uh, to me, that's a guy, and that's why I said, like, Luis Diaz, knowing what Luis Diaz was doing prior to his injury, I don't know how you just all of a sudden say he's not going to be a factor. For the Liverpool front line, right? I, I am nervous about what he does. I coming need you back. to
2: answer this question. Yeah. Let's assume health is not an issue. Which two of the four are you most likely to start with after the World Cup? Salah, KDB, Son, Luis Díaz. Oh,
1: you're not start. I'm not saying you're buying those guys. I'm just saying like. No, no. Which two of the four? Of course, you're having Salah and and whatever other guys. KDB. <laughs> KDB. Of course, you're having those guys. Really? Yes, you're after the World Cup. You're starting. If you're picking your team for for FPL, yes, you're having you're having solid if That's KDB. the truth.
2: If that's the if if it's obviously and KDB, no one's gonna have the money for Son Also, what
1: I'm saying that's what I'm saying. I, I'm saying if you see it, if like you need to see it first with these guys at following this kind of a lengthy layoff, this kind of an injury. Son already has had like the issue of Son of like all of a sudden. Can't kick straight. Takes a, a a hat trick off the bench against Leicester for everyone to rejuvenate what their opinion of Sun is, and then he can. Then he goes right back off the same cliff after that, like. And then he gets a facial, a, a orbital face fracture. Like I'm saying, like Saddest these are two moment of the season. Sun, you know what an asset Sun is at peak sunny. Even at medium sunny, Sunny. he's better than most of the players that you could put in your midfield. And Luis Diaz was the motor of Liverpool midfield prior to his injury. So that's why I'm saying, like, I feel like there's a lot of questions to be answered. And what I was going to say earlier to come back to it, uh, Luis Diaz is 7% selected, which is the dead team benchmark for me,
2: 7%. I got you. Uh, I mean, I am tempted to bring him in if I could. I have to change strategy to do it, but I would be okay bringing in Salah and Luis Diaz as a Liverpool combo in my midfield straight away from Game Week 17.
1: Budget midfielders, Dave, you already said Andreas Pereira. You've got Xhaka. You're talking about Tavernier and Somerville. uh, Somerville. Leon Bailey can go to hell, um, <laughs> but then Garnacho. Like, I just wonder what the that last goal is going to do to people's minds for. It a wasn't guy, a terrible goal for a guy who's four point three. Yeah. So I, so I just I'm looking at that as like a, a you know, somebody that you look at as a. I don't
2: know. You, I you're not playing. Lot.
1: You're not playing him. But if you need the money, you want to <sighs> do some other stuff with your other spots, and you want to until you use your next wild card, you want a dead end. Spot number five in your midfield? Why not Garnacho?
2: Hey, I don't know. Quit, it, aren't quit. there more? I, I see more discount midfield options than discount forward options. I'd much rather have a three-five-two than a three-four-three. Three.
1: Yeah, I, to me, that's why I was saying. Like, that's why for me, across my midfield, when I'm looking at it, I'm like, if Almiron's my low guy,
2: so I'm not going to Garnacho.
1: Sure. That's what I'm saying. I want it's, five me, midfielders. Yeah, look look at the performance you've gotten from the players I said in the like the midfield that you can put together. If it's even if it's Rodrigo, Saka, Trossard, yeah. Almirón. Like well, f- four those four guys you don't need Salah given the performance
2: of those four guys. It's, they've been unbelievable. By the way, we haven't used the I think the only thing we haven't said in this pod so far is the phrase points per pound. But if you look at it, points per pound it's not Holland and Kane. Yeah, it's Tony. It's discount yeah, midfielders. It's discount forwards and midfielders where you can yeah. find them. And there's a lot more of them in the midfield range.
1: Dave, go back to like the wrap it up with forwards. You've got Tony in your team because you somehow really like the Tottenham-West Ham-Liverpool triple-up as uh, Tony is coming back to uh,
0: for Brentford.
1: Or are you assuming like it's snubbed Tony is going to continue his snubbed <laughs> attitude coming out of the World Cup break?
0: I know it sounds stupid uh but i i think that i don't know i i don't expect brentford to carry any clean sheets but uh they're not scared of goals so i i i can't you say should, i you can't should say that the, tony's going to be,
1: be angry about this cuz there is no greater tony hater on this podcast than david l smith i'm telling you right
2: I now i just i don't know you can't have any faith in brentford
0: Jekyll and Hyde? I've been upset with Tony because he's been scoring when he shouldn't have been. And now, it's look. My, yeah. Hey, hey, I'm I'm willing to say I was wrong, Scott. And so. You're not I, wrong. It just felt like he needed to be in my squad. So Tell I Tony's not
1: been... right on the right weeks. <laughs> Tell me why, coming out of a World Cup break, that Darwin Nunez at Aston Villa home Leicester at Brentford is in any way a choice you're not considering for your forward line.
2: I'm only not considering it because I trust more in a Sala KDB Holland Kane Trippier core. And with that core, my third forward cannot be okay. Darwin Nunez. I'm
1: just saying I guess as an as a forward in general, option. As what an FPL what is what, co-host... is
2: what is pushing you what would push you
1: off of Darwin Nunez as an FPL option if money is not a a problem.
2: Nothing. Okay. Nothing. You just, you. it's... He, to me, he
1: finally put it together. He's a little unpredictable. He finally bullied the right kind of team.
2: And it finally happened in the way that you would have expected it to. Next season, he will be underpriced for his performance. He's learning so much this year about how to perform in the Premier League. He's getting flashes of brilliance. Next season, he will overperform his price. Okay. And he will eventually, uh, there will be a point where Darwin Nunez is a premium forward in the likeness of Holland and Kane. That is his ceiling. He will get there. The unpredictability and the core of what I've chosen to do with my strategy is why I'm not going there. No one is crazy for including Darwin Nunez in their strategy. Dave, you hate his guts because he's a... Uh...
0: Darwin's not a dick. No, no, no. If I could get to him, I just can't seem to get to him with. I don't don't hate anyone owning him. I think it's a great move. He hates guys with muscles. No, he's Uh, a fan of Xhaka. Therefore, (laughs) Darwin
2: cannot be a dick.
0: This is good Xhaka this year. Scott, quit living in the past.
2: Uh, No, this is the same Xhaka. He just has leadership around him corralling his uh, You're right arsenal is
0: the energy. youngest team in the league but Dave, tons of leadership around i
2: have to say i'm surprised great given, great leaders <laughs> given leadership your, doesn't require an age Dave. given
1: that your affinity fair. for for the meat man i'm surprised that it's tony, I know it's, the, it's to- oh, fulham,
2: the, fulham is sagging to the bottom i, I would
1: love say it's, uh, that it's it's tony and not the meat man uh alexander mitrovich is uh
0: well, if currently listen, red
1: triangle,d we already know he's going with his team to the World Cup. He's
0: broken uh, was, bones
2: in his foot or something. So
0: that will easily be a move. I'll, I will go to if the Meat Man. If the Meat Man is ready to go, I will easily queue up Meat Man over Tony. Out of principle,
2: Fulham gets. Crystal I've been pa- on team Meat. Pa- Crystal, Crystal, yeah, Crystal got Palace. We a, a bet on that.
0: Crystal Palace, I've been on team Meat all season. Crystal
1: Palace, uh, Southampton, and Leicester. Nine are goals. First three nine goals, games Scott. after the World Cup. To me, that's. Far better than on Tony's paper schedule. Than, I agree. Uh, Ivan Tony.
0: I agree. Yeah, it, it'll. Do, you're right. And, it'll, uh, but I'm
1: saying that everyone's going to see. As long as that red triangle is lingering, it's going to be transfers in for
2: Meat Man is going to be low. All right, we have literally given you a month's worth of content in one episode, which is good because you have a month to listen to this.
0: Good. I have three weeks to produce.
2: <laughs> Five. <laughs> okay. We will come back after the world cup as we're leading up to game week 17 kicking off so that you can see how we have changed everything that we've discussed here tonight with what we're doing with our world cup wild card so that is what to expect as we move forward we are taking the holiday season mostly off and uh and and we'll and we'll come back to make sure that you know what to do for game week 17 as we're all setting our lineups finally yep um, please enjoy the world cup as it's happening yeah,
1: for sure. Can I tell you one of my favorite things of FPL significance? It's like one of my favorite things that happens in FPL that happened to me prior to last game week kicking off. I would love to know. My big transfer decision was uh, was what to do. I, I wanted to bring in uh, Darwin, and I had a ton of money. And uh, I thought the prices were changing a little later in Eastern Standard Time
0: like,
1: Then. Oh, I was just saying I had a ton of money so there was no question I was going to do it. You didn't have to it.
0: worry about it.
1: I didn't have to worry about it, but he was 8.9 and I had Skamaka and Edward and I was like I had the exact money to go from Edward who I didn't think was playing or whatever. Yeah, she's already knew I knew, knew Edward or Skamaka was an easy move for me to get to Darwin. And I did the transfer. I I tried to do it at like 8 Thirty three, Eastern Standard Time here in the United States, and his price changed. It went from eight point nine to nine. So I lost the tenth. Do you know what I'm saying? Like that, like even that tiny little like, I You're hate. You're saying that
2: because usually it's after nine.
1: Yeah, that's it. I feel like it had been nine p.m. and for whatever re- for whatever reason, the change happened at eight thirty p.m. Well, you know, that's and just the that tenth. A... Just that Brian. annoying
2: 10th. That is reason number 10,000.
0: No, man.
2: 313. Why FPL kind of sucks. And more I transparency hate, about why it, they do what they do is needed. Stupid.
1: It, it just was one of those great, tiny great. little, like,
2: thank you. I just lost a 10th. Yeah. For no great note to end on reason. By the way, I I am just so excited about more premium premier league matches after the world cup break that are refereed by no-name referees because none of the name referees are any good. So that's that's going to be great. We've can, seen it in the last couple of game weeks. Can't wait to see it again in game week 17. Dave? Dave?
1: Anything else from you, Dave? Is there any other big questions that are on your mind here as we're going into the most amazing time of the year, the most conflicting time of the year?
2: It's yeah, crazy. what do we do about the uh, the atrocities in Qatar with our love for the World Cup? Answer well, that
0: Dave Scott there is a whole lot of atrocities across this world That we could talk about uh, oh. That would be
1: Oh he, the he's just, Lump in the he's atrocities sweeping, guy Yeah
0: he just sweeping <laughs> it all <laughs> over the room yeah. the
1: atrocities in
2: the yeah. atrocity bucket Your just favorite, enjoy the soccer Your everybody. favorite Olympics were the ones in Russia and China Weren't they uh,
0: <laughs> Yep I love those With a passion <laughs>
1: Dave is trying to schedule the next World Cup in Cuba for some reason. I,
0: I, I would love it. No, it's, it's interesting, right? At this point, like, I, I want to see World Cup. I think it's stupid. This is the most ridiculous thing ever to have it in the middle of the season. But whatever. They've, you know, that we're about to have it. Hey, uh,
1: credit to Klopp, by the way. Klopp's press conference that he had recently is one of the best, like, six-minute statements, I think, for somebody who's, like, paying attention, a guy who's been, a tr- I think, a trustworthy voice when it comes to, to players and, like, what what football actually means. And Klopp's answer to whatever, whatever press people were kind of pushing him on this, like, just an unbelievable... It was one of the best... Like, I just love that guy when it comes to stuff like that. Just a great statement of saying, like, you had a better chance of doing something about this you had a chance years ago press not you specifically cuz he called out the guy's body language like it was amazing he was like look at you like you're crossing your arms your body language is saying like i'm not talking to you not you i'm just saying you collectively collectively yeah. the 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 royal you journalists could have done more you could have said more and you didn't this is not on the managers it's not on the players like, just a great moment. Just a great clot moment. You should
2: go find it. I love it. I also love that he was like, I mean, I'm German, so I'm obviously going to root for Germany. He, but he also is like, you know, if you want England to do well, though, maybe, like, back off a little bit. Like, like release some of the heat from the pressure that you're putting on these guys to help them perform. He's like basically coaching the English press on how to help the England team do better. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, he, he gets it. It's, it's everything about why I love Jurgen Klopp as a manager and elite, just a leader in general. You know, he's one of the few managers that are out there who I could say like, they're good leaders. And the more leaders we have in the league, the better. And uh, you're right, Brian. I mean, I th- you know, y- you see that in unexpected ways, including leading into a World Cup with comments about about what what we should be saying, what we should be talking about. Yeah, I think it's going to be interesting to see. Not only, you know, I know a lot of predictions are are kind of pro South American, pro African, kind of playing above their weight or their previous results in the World Cups because of climate. Climate's going to play a role. You know, it's reduced a lot of predictions about European countries and, uh, you know, obviously very generally speaking. Uh, Climate's going to play a role, there's no doubt. But I'm also interested to see, like, I'll probably watch the pre-match, like, walkouts. Uh, I I can't think of the terminology anymore. But, like, you know, when the anthems are played before the kickoffs, what kind of protests are we going to see? Yeah. We're going to see some. Some yeah, countries sure. have already promised them. Yeah, friggin' We're Australia see is, something. Australia's already practically...
0: Yeah. I don't know what... They're they, raging.
2: Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Hey,
0: my, my opinion is, what does it really do? Well, sadly... It doesn't do anything. Sadly, except, it Except doesn't... just, it makes you look like, in my opinion, a whiny baby
2: pants. <laughs> It doesn't do anything about the thousands of people, or the hundreds of people who have right. already died. It's,
0: it's horrible, and everyone knows it's happened. I just I just don't know what it does. Well, everyone already knows about it. So why do you need to raise awareness? You know,
2: I don't know. Because, well, I, I, will, I, will, I will answer that by saying it's because the eyeballs, you have the eyeballs now. You didn't have them during opening round of World Cup qualifying. But what does it do? When it's Norway like, is showing it's, their shirt? It's shirts. sure I can do
0: anything. So what?
2: Yeah. The eyeballs. Who cares? What's well, going to do at the very least? We can hope that it impacts future decisions because yeah, you're right. It doesn't change the fact that the matches are being played in Qatar now, but if it can change the decisions that are
0: made in the future, that's a win. It's still to All revolve around money. Scott, unfortunately.
2: Yeah. That's why I hope, uh, I hope that the uh, Saudi Arabian crown prince still has some money for Liverpool.
0: Maybe. Yeah. Look at you turning a corner. Hey, That's for the for if You the can't F- beat him, join him. <laughs> for the FBL America podcast, this is David Smith. Until next time.